Hey, Street Fighters, welcome to the show. We're glad you're here. Sunday night, time for a street fight. That means we're taking your calls. Number to dial is 614-655-3887. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube, (laughs) Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, all of those things. We need reviews. We need subscribers. We need interactions. We need to go viral, and we need your help. Uh, All the Street Fighters are out there doing the good work for the people, and we appreciate that. I hope you've come uh, ready to hang out, ready to kick back, relax, listen to some bullshit, have some fun. It's a call-in show, y'all. We're drinking and drugging and uh, having a good time and uh, ready to do this. We, you know, we had a few shows going on. We did things last week. We're back in the normal swing of things. We're doing this every single Sunday, 9 to midnight Eastern Standard Time. And then you can, of course, watch The Basement Show every single Wednesday around 11 at night. Uh, We go watch wrestling every single Wednesday at Elevator Tap Room on 4th in Columbus, Ohio. You can watch AEW Dynamite with us from 8 to 10 p.m. We do that before the show. So come hang with the gang and hang out. If you want more of what we do, Patreon.com has the Shocktober miniseries that Brian did with Felix from Chapo Trap House. It has Teen Fight Radio with Gwen. It has uh, American Podcast. The first episode is up. There's sports coming. There's pastors and religious prophets, P-R-O-F-I-T's. There's all kinds of great content and bonus audio over on streetfightradio.com along with a lot of extra videos and digital zines. So when you're ready to step it up and support the show, head over to patreon.com slash streetfightradio. That's uh, that's the beginning of the show. <laughs> that's it. That's the on-ramping. Did you... Uh, Ooh. Go ahead. We do have a show live in Columbus, Street Fight Radio, not a variety show, February 28th. Friday, February 28th, Ruby Tuesday, Street Fight Radio Live. We're going to be doing a full set, um, working on rewriting the Constitution for Columbus and uh, you know getting ready for the rest of the year because we've got lots of shows coming up. Yeah. We're going to do an hour again, man. It's been a long time since we've done an hour. Yeah, um, we've gotten away last with May. lots of guests. and Yeah. Yeah, it's been nice. It was May. The last time we did an hour was May. That's crazy. Yeah. Smart. Be it's crazy smart. It is smart, but it'll be, it's going to be great to get up there and stretch again. It has been so long since we've, we've really done like a, an hour set. It's going to yeah. be great. You we, got, uh, you'll love it if you come. Yeah, you can find tickets to that at store.streetfightradio.com. You also head over to streetfightradio.com to get tickets to our show uh, in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania on March 18th, right? That is right. We'll be in Pittsburgh on March 18th. Get tickets on the page. Yeah, I'm going to put them on the front page. Be a good Street, show. Yeah. Upcoming live show. I shows. promise we'll do a good show there, too. I don't know if we're going to have guests or not, but there'll be something there. You yeah. Know? Me and Brett will be there. For sure. That's really what you need, right? Absolutely. That's what they're there for. You see this video today mm-hmm. of uh, Joe Biden? He like asked this woman, like he asked this room of people, he's like, have you ever seen a caucus? And the woman was like, yeah. And then he was like, you lying dog-faced pony soldier. That was real? <laughs> yeah. I thought that was like a drill or something. No. I thought they put like a Joe Biden on a drill. No. He called a woman a lying dog-faced pony soldier. Because she'd said she'd been a part of a caucus before. Yeah, I mean, she probably was lying. Yeah, I mean. the truth. How I, many people have been in a caucus before? Me. You know? 
You yeah, I've been in dog face pony soldier. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, it's it's weird because the Democrat Party are a bunch of like nerdy smart kids that do have all the power but they're letting some like uncle guy just bully them around like this like it's he's probably fun for him to be around and say like old slurs and shit or whatever the fuck they think is cute about him but he even knows what a pony soldier i don't know i'll bet you it's problematic it's not good i'll bet if we looked up what a pony soldier is (laughs) it'd be like it's it's probably some kind of slur well he's losing it for himself which is good well, yeah, I think people like that. Though, I, I mean, a little bit. You do a little bit. One, you know, he's also the one that said, "I've never done anything I regret in my life." Right? Yeah, like, that one's cool though. That's like something a cool person says. Like that's an alpha thing to say. It's a oh, it's a western. It's just a movie, Pony Soldier. Oh, really? It's just so. It's just like a weak person, I guess. I don't know. You're riding a pony is instead a, of a horse. The movie called Pony Soldier, and uh, it's about a. I guess a soldier that rides a pony or something. I don't fucking know. I thought it was going to be something bad. Dog face is brutal though. That's like as mean as dog it gets, face is right? real bad. Yeah. Hatchet face. Maybe. Yeah. Love that. Lying dog. If somebody called me a lying dog face, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, like, I'm gonna fuck you up. You, That's they what's going to happen here. Yeah. Should never have said pony soldier. Should have just been slapped. Yeah. 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 I would fucking lose it. That's, That's the meanest thing you can say is dog face. I think it's one of them. That's like the C word. <laughs> God, what is this? And it, it's this is like, I mean, the that we like you're following along all of this. There is a lot of people that are paying attention to this, but I don't. I, does the regular world know how off the cuff Joe Biden is right now, or do they just think he's Obama's vice president still? I I just think they think he's like fucking Uncle Joe from the AV Club article. Like yeah, he's okay. like using that. They just think it's yeah, like oh you know? man, he's you know he's got his heart in the right place. He's just you know calls people dog faced pony soldiers. Yeah, I think he's using that now though. I don't think he would have used that in the past, but I think that like him being like oh I'm a uh I, I, you know the no malarkey thing. And lying dog face pony soldier, they both just feel like he knows well, what people think of him out there and he's doing it. Well, it was, I mean, this is also, I think this is what I'm thinking of is uh, the news earlier this week from the Iowa caucus where the guy was like, hey, Joe, I'm really, I'm on board with the Democratic mission and everything, but I'm having an issue with like pipelines in Missouri. What are you going to do about pipelines in the area? And he was just like, you need to find somebody else to vote for. Yeah. That's what he said. He was just like, I'm not, I'm not gonna appease you. You well, just here, go I'll... go somewhere else. You know what you're getting. You're getting Joe Biden, baby. Let me explain that though. Cause sometimes somebody will tell you something about your show they didn't like, and you'll be like, go fucking listen to something else then. Man. Yeah. You know? That's like a natural you don't say it out loud, but in your brain, you're, you're like, like, just listen to It's not for you. Else. You know what I mean? Maybe you just don't like this. Yeah, and like just that's what he was he was just like saying the the part that you automatically think out loud <laughs> right you know right because that's what it is like i just like is just saying like the first thing he thinks of and and the first thing he thinks of is like a 1940s fucking <laughs> felix had the best fucking tweet where he was like joe is leading in the uh fuck he said Joe's leading in Jacks, but he's losing support among the Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he does seem like a guy that would have a lot of friends named Mac. Yeah. <laughs> what do you know, Mac? <laughs> what do you know, Mac? 
He's, I mean, it's like West Side Story stuff. He's just a, like a really weird dude, man. So I mean, yeah, it's uh, he's out yeah. there kissing his wife's hand, and I just I think people find that stuff cute or whatever, and I just don't think a lot of that stuff matters as much as it probably would have like. 10 years ago, which is like, you know, I was thinking, I just was thinking about that goddamn Howard Dean thing in 2004, where it was like, you can really fucking, you used to be able to just sink a guy because he was a fucking weirdo in like two seconds. The guy goddamn screamed and people were like, you know, let's make a bunch of parody songs about it. This guy's fucking out of here. He got excited. You know what I mean? And now it's like, there's nothing you can say or do that disqualifies you. You can just keep fucking going. It's it's really fucking weird how fast that's happened, though. Because, like, I maybe I'm wrong about this, but when we were young kids and even in our 20s and... It was like a prestigious position sort of thing. No, no. It was like we looked at them as, like, distinguished and... It's a prestige position, and it's like you're trying to find a, you know, a president that like is smart and 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 like you want somebody that can solve problems and stuff like that. And then something happened, and I think it happened with Bush, where it was just like I just want somebody that I can drink a beer with. And then it just from then on, dude, it just went right, right down to fucking to that day. The George W. Bush choked on a pretzel on the airplane. That was the day that everybody was just like, eh, you know, it can fucking be anybody to tell you the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just find the weirdest famous guy and make him the president. <laughs> yeah, I um, I mean, I'm I am trying. I'm not in the weeds of for all of this. I mean, I can't avoid it. Uh, I'm really just trying to get bird's eye view. I'm trying to buddy up to like every cashier or any person I meet that's outside of like. Uh, the politics studier. I always know, check with type. my wife. I think I'll just check with my wife every once in a while. She's, you know, you know, she's like, I'm going to vote for Bernie Sanders if I right. have a chance, but she'll vote for fucking anybody to beat Trump. She right. Hates his guts. And I think she, but I, I, I was telling her yesterday, I was like, man, just, you know, wait till the summertime when your dad's memes really start ratcheting up when he knows who, He's got to go after. Yeah. You know, he might legit get mad at me. Like he might really. What if it's Bernie Sanders? And he's like, I know you like him. I know that's who you want. You piece of fucking shit. You socialist. You fucking commie. You're trying to take over the country and chop my head off in a park. And it's like, no, like, I'm just trying to, like, get health care for everybody. It's like really all I care about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like legal weed. Day one. Which, by the way. I was thinking about that too. I would like to get an audience with him and speak to him about this legal weed on day one. Because I think what really has to happen, legal weed on day one, and then also it's illegal to bust somebody for weed. Mm. Then you got yourself a nice little thing. You know what I mean? Right. Then it's like, because, you, you know, if he legalizes weed on day one and... It, I don't think that means anything for people in illegal states, right? Like, it's still going to be, we're still going to have to fucking pass the laws in our own states. Because I don't think that, like, the federal government legalizing weed means that it's just legal in Ohio. If it's on the books, that it's illegal here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because that's something I've been thinking about. It's like, yeah, I mean, the federal government can legalize weed, but... 
I just, I guess like in my mind, I don't really have any kind of uh, uh, faith that one day I'll be able to like go around the corner and buy weed at a store. <laughs> like I'll, I'll never live a half mile from a weed store that I can actually go in and buy stuff at. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, our foot's in the door. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, I mean, I guess I could get a medical card. I do live a half mile from a weed store, but. I don't want to do the card. I don't want to go through it. Yeah. I don't want to go to the fucking doctor. God, I sit down. Fucking talk to him. Pay him $250. Pay him $250 fucking dollars. Which, I mean, if I did it at the beginning of the month, I'd probably be okay with it. Like, it's just, here's your 250 you know? It really is the rigmarole that really gets me. You know, the 250 whatever. You know, that's the price you got to pay to get there. And that could actually be weed, though, instead. I know. That's the other thing, dude. And, like, you could just drive up to Michigan and buy weed. It's like a three-hour drive. It's not even that big of a fucking deal. And I look like fucking dad. Like, I look like everybody's fucking dad. If a cop pulled me over, they'd probably think I was their dad. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, ain't nobody busted me. Uh, how's your week been? How's my week been? Uh, it's all right. I don't know what's going on, really. It's been a whirlwind, I guess. I'm still trying to get things together. <laughs> heat's broke. We're in an unheated home right now. Yeah. I was asking Katie earlier. I was like, you think it's just their pilot light and they don't know how to light it? Because I know how to light a pilot light. It could be that. Really? It could be. I don't know. I could do it. I can get that lit for you, man. I know how to fucking do that stuff, dude. Sure. You press the button for a second, you let the button go, then you throw the match in, and boom, you got yourself a pilot light, your heat kicks on. Right. Mine goes out every year. But the thing about yours, though, is that, like, you've been using the heat. Yeah. So mine goes out when I just don't use the heat for a long time. So yours might have gone out. Yours, I don't think they, like, go out out of nowhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not cold here. I'm warm. It's not bad. I'm wearing a base layer. Just got to wear clothes. A lot of clothes. Yeah, that's nice, though, man. You're going to sleep like a champ tonight in this cold house. It's going to be terrific. Yeah. You know? My body temperature will be at peak resting capabilities. It's going to be nice. But then tomorrow, it'll probably be like 40 degrees in here. And that's not as good. It's maintained. I don't know if it, it hasn't gone below. It hasn't gotten below 58. Yeah, but if it gets to 58. At some point, it's going to go lower. It's mm. just going to keep going lower, you know. But 58's not bad. I keep my house 58 at night every night. That's why I sleep in, you know. Got my electric bill this week, $47. That's great. Yeah, I know. I know. Because you haven't gotten your gas bill yet. I'm concert. Uh, no, my gas bill wasn't that much neither. Oh, my nice. gas bill was like uh, 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 like 100 bucks or something. So you don't, use, you don't use the air? In the in the winter? No, no, okay. I don't use the heat at all, though, man. That heat is just like off. Yeah, you know, all night. And I get up, I turn it up to like sixty eight, leave it there, and turn it off at night. So yeah, forty fucking dollars. Nice. It's beautiful. Smart. Good. I love the winter, except for I'm like insanely depressed and having panic attacks every day, and the great really having winter. Winter's killing me now. Um, I'm glad that it snowed. It was great for a really long time. I like the snow a lot. The snow is a good, good for switching things up. Um, but oh, like the the floor to ceiling grayness is just incredible. Like it's, it's just awe inspiring when you see it. 
it has been gray for i don't remember the last time there was sun you know yeah that's been a while i just that's been a while i can't do it dude it's not good i can't do it for the rest of my life i just know i can't do this for the rest of my life this is just makes you appreciate the warm weather Man, I am in a hole though. If my depression is at probably an all-time high this year. I feel like you always say that. <laughs> I every year, every year, my depression in the winter time goes up, but this year it's even worse than last year, and next year it'll be worse than this year. Just worse. I can't get out of it, dude. I'm crazy. I can't s- stop being depressed. But I'll be all right. You know. It's going to get warm eventually. I'm going to spend all this time outside and get that vitamin D, you know, get the vitamin D in my skin. After winter, then comes spring. Everything is everything, right? But I mean, you know, like two months from now. It's like 60 days we're looking at. Maybe maybe 90, you know? Still looking at a lot of days of winter. You know, it's February. It's a bummer. I've been taking the bus and I do like going outside. It's like an arduous task, but uh, walking 10 minutes to the bus is something about it is uh, invigorating. It's way better than just staying in the house all day. No, I don't stay in the house all day. That will kill me. Yeah, I don't I don't stay in the house all day. I, I fucking am out all day, which you would think would make me happier, but it doesn't because it's gray. It's fucking so gray here. It's like. No wonder the colors are scarlet and gray because gray is the color is the color of, of this where place. we live. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We live in the gray part of town, gray part of the country. During the summer, you can't get a gray day. You try and get a gray day during the summer. It's fucking the sun is just beating on you like it's sitting on top of you. But during the winter, can't fucking there's no breeze in the summer. There's never been a breeze in the summer in this city. It's always humid, stale, stagnant air. And then during the winter, it's like it's blowing you right across the fucking face the whole time trying to kill you. You know? Yeah. I just can't do it anymore. I got seasonal affective disorder. You know, next year, next year, we are not. We do this every year. We are not taking these four months off from the road. We're fucking going to go to warm places. And just tour because I fucking can't stand it. I feel like a caged fucking animal right now. I don't do anything. I sit in the fucking house. I go fucking walk all day. I get home and then I sit in my house and wait until the next day when I can go fucking walk all day. It's killing me. I don't know how you do. I don't know how you do other stuff. I don't even know what to do. What are you doing in the summer? Walking and going outside, sitting on the porch, playing cards on the porch, fucking, uh, I don't sit around and watch TV at all during the summer. Like, I really don't. Like, I'll go week, I'll go days without turning the TV on during the summer. I'm outside, I'm fucking going outside, I'm doing outside stuff. During the winter, in, inside, binge watching TV shows. Yeah. That I don't like. Like, Succession. I'm sitting around watching Succession now? Like, why would I care about a bunch of rich people? Why don't you find something to do inside of your house? Why don't you find a hobby? Why don't you, like, what water, is a wa- hobby watercolors? That I, what is a hobby that I would enjoy, though? You know, that's what I always think. I mean, I guess I'm playing video games, which also feels like throwing your life down the toilet. But I'm what? doing it. <laughs> what? They're not fun to you? <laughs> they are fun. I enjoy them. But it also feels like I'm just sitting around. And video games you know i don't get that much time left i probably live more than i'm gonna live and you know 
just playing video games with it. You know? <laughs> um, this is Winter Brian. This is what you get is dark. I'm a dark person. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I guess I can't argue my way out of that. But I, when <laughs> I, I do find when I play video games, I do actually enjoy them. Like, I do. Th- that's when I'm like, man, I hate my fucking family. I want to get rid of them and play video games all day. <laughs> ah, me too. The moment I get like to 31 minutes, once I get like a solid hour of games in, I'm just like, why don't I do this all the time? And then I have to go like wipe a butt or like start making food. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't get to play video games. <laughs> butt wiping shit is the fuck. I don't wipe butts anymore it's been a while but i did wipe butts in 2019 but not in 2020 no more no wiping butts. butts no wiping butts it's in over 2020? it's finally over what did i decide in 2020 i decided i wasn't gonna do something in 2020 and now i can't remember oh watch good movies well, yeah. i'm gonna watch good movies in 2020 like digstown well i did watch digstown and i also was like begging my family to go see birds of prey with me this weekend <laughs> yeah. so I'm I'm already failing, but I mean, when the good Just, movies come out, right? I'm gonna You'll watch be right it. up and right in line. Yeah, I'm gonna go see the indie darlings. You know what I mean? When people are like, "Oh, I really like this movie," and it has a name like, uh, uh, like uh, "Pretty Flowers" or something, <laughs> <laughs> where no. I would normally be like, "Fuck, Pretty Flowers." You. Well, that's just the first. What's name wrong with Pretty Flowers? I don't. I would never see it because it doesn't have any guns in it. Basically, I'm going to go see movies without guns in them this year. Okay. That's one thing I'm going to do in 2020. I'm going to see more than just two movies with guns in them. Okay. Also, I try... uh, That's something I did last night. I pissed my wife off last night because I was being a bitch. I was like crying. I was like being a baby About what? I wanted to do something. Oh. I want to go to fucking movies. I want to go bowling. I wanted to fucking do something. We went and walked around fucking Walmart. Oh, fun. And Meyer. Yeah. That's all we went and did. And I said, how come every time I want to do something, all we come up with is walking around a fucking store? That's not something to me. Yeah. I do that all the time. I have to do it every day. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? I went to Dave and Buster's. That's, <laughs> that is something, Brett. That's something. I should have invited you, I guess. That's something. They or gave me bowling br- or golf or something. You they know? gave me birthday rewards and I was like, nope, that's all I need. That's yeah. the only thing I need to go. So she got mad at me because I was being a baby because I f- said we don't do anything. It was really my fault. I was being a real asshole about it. Like a real asshole about it. Um, so when we got home, she was like, I'm fucking going upstairs. Fuck you. You know? And she went upstairs and laid in bed and I was sitting downstairs. I was like, come on, watch fucking, I'll watch this Jojo rabbit. Really? I told you I'm trying to watch good movies. That's not smart. Good people. That's not. It's an Oscar nominated film. Okay. Okay. That's okay. I hate it. By the way, I, I mean, just yeah, wanted I, to the, die. The discerning film watcher, I don't think, is cutting that one on. Yeah, I ran. I, I fucking wanted to run out of the house halfway through that. Movie. Really? Oh, did I you watch the whole it. thing? No, I watched fucking forty-five minutes of it, and uh, I was just like, I just, you know what it you was? Get it? You know what I was? It was just like there were all these cutesy things happening, and like I could tell there were jokes, but I like, I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound the way this is going to make me sound. You know what I mean? Own it. This is not who I am. I mean, I just, I couldn't like, like anybody in the movie because they were Nazis. Got it. You know what I mean? And like, I had only, I, I, there was a Jewish woman, but then I was like annoyed because like a lot of the jokes were that like, a lot of the jokes were like that the kid thought Jewish women like had horns and, and were doing mind control and stuff. And I was just like, 
God, I just, I don't know, man. I feel uncomfortable with this movie. I'm not like offended. If you liked it, you, you liked it. I just found that as I watched it, I couldn't feel good about it. Like I couldn't, I just, there was nothing in my head that made me feel good watching a bunch of goofy Nazis. And then also his imaginary friend is goofy Hitler and it's Hitler. It's fucking it's Hitler. actually Hitler. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just would not spend my t- time in that arena. I don't think that's interesting to me. I did hear though, when we were doing the wrestling, I heard some of the bartenders were like, so excited about it but they're all of like 22 years old well i mean i like they they just couldn't believe that there was a hitler movie coming out and that was like to them was pickle rick pickle rick shit you know it was like um what's the move well well, it was like a wes anderson movie which i enjoy wes anderson i am a wes anderson guy okay i've seen well i haven't seen all his movies because he made that cartoon which I'm not going to see a cartoon in a the movie theater. I'm d- d- don't look at me sideways about that. I just don't go see cartoons. It's not okay. the guy I am. So I didn't see Isle of Dog. Oh, I thought you were talking about a Fantastic Mr. Fox. I did see that. I wasn't happy about it, but I had a, a young kid at the time. So it was like, ah, we'll go see it. It's a cartoon. And, you know, I did go see cartoon movies when Gwen was little. I took Gwen to see it. And that was, that was a good time, you know. But I like the Wes Anderson movies. I think they're cool. I, 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 I love the Royal Tenenbaums. Like one of my favorite movies ever, you know? But like this one had like that vibe, but it also had like Hitler in it through the whole movie, like goofing off with a little yeah. boy. And yeah. I was just like, I just, I don't know, man. Yeah. That's the same way I feel about like uh, Quentin Tarantino movies. That's not how I, I oh, <laughs> it's I just, was fine with Charles Manson. It's just juvenile. It's just juvenile thing. It's just funny. It's like a 14 year old's idea of what's cool or funny. Yeah. I mean, I guess I was okay with the Charles Manson stuff. I was just like, fuck it. I don't care. You know, I fucking yeah. killed some people. What's that gotta do? I loved a Quentin Tarantino. I thought Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, great fucking movie about buddies, which... I like, I mean, this is going to come as no surprise. I like dudes that are buddies because a lot of dudes don't have buddies, man. Me and Brett are like rare. There aren't a lot of dudes with buddies. You know what I mean? True. So movies about dudes with, but like my dad didn't have no buddies. Your yeah. dad have any buddies? My dad had a couple buddies, but they all fell to the wayside. Yeah. They just stopped coming around. Probably they, weren't buddies. Yeah. And you know what they do? Probably they sit at home alone. They don't have buddies neither. Yeah. You just at some point you're just like I don't, I don't need that buddy anymore. I don't need buddies. Too much trouble. Too much trouble. I love buddies. I'm gonna have a buddy for the life for my whole life. I plan to have a buddy. You would be my buddy. But like I love any movie about buddies. Okay. Two, two dudes just fucking hanging out, right. being bros. Friends to the end. Friend, just great friends. You know what I mean? And just like. That movie, the whole time I was watching it was like, I just almost like got tears in my eyes because I was like, these guys fucking love each other so much. They're buddies. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I like that. Okay. That one was, I got a, got a lot of joy out of it. I got a lot of joy out of the Irish man. And what, of course I watched it. I'm like a cliche dude. That's what I was saying. But you're not. You're watching the Oscar movies. It's a, they're dude movies. Yeah. The Irishman and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are total dude jo- jo- movies. Yeah. Jo- Jojo Rabbit's not a dude movie. Oh, it's really? Not, it's a, no. No. It's not. No way. No. Okay. It just. Everybody likes to goof on Hitler. It's not. 
God damn it. It's so hard to explain. I don't think it's offensive. It's not offensive, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't, don't think see it's it offensive. as like an offensive movie. I I'm, just couldn't like be like, oh, uh, boy, this is a funny uh, uh, version of Hitler here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I couldn't feel that way. I don't I just, have it. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I just uh, I think that that's it's a well-treaded to me there's just always a weird fascination with people that want to do comical things about hitler and i've just had it's like oreos to me i've just had enough of them at sure. this point i've had an i don't need to see a new funny spin on a ridiculous hitler thing sure sure yeah i got yeah i mean but i like them um, i here's the thing about me like i i like movies and I like like current stuff. I like to see the new stuff that people are talking about. So I am like a guy that likes movies. I like, I'll watch fucking whatever the popular movie is. But this year, my goal is to watch the, the movies that like movie people watch. Like the ones they play at the Drexel where you can get like a smoked salmon instead of popcorn you know what i mean oh. yeah yeah yeah, yeah that's course. the kind of movie i'm gonna go fucking see those movies this year you know what i mean i'm gonna go fucking see a period piece that's not the 70s which is <laughs> and you're, you're gonna get like multi-grain crisps to, yeah. to eat with it yeah i'm gonna get some pitos and i'm gonna watch, i'm gonna watch a fucking movie about like you know like an author that like falls in love with, with a, like a, a quaint town. Yeah, in in New York, probably. No, like author, that's not a quaint town. Like an author <laughs> who lives in Brooklyn, who like, you know, he never thought he would fall in love, but then he meets this like girl who is like way different from him, and you know, she really grabs life by the horns. You can, you're gonna do a manic and, pixie dream girl reboot. <laughs> well, those are the fucking. That's what all the independent movies are. That's true. It's all like an author that meets a girl or a guy or a non-binary person and they turn their world upside down and then they fall in love. That's why I stopped watching them. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's funny that you say that, but you would sign up to watch uh, Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci do another fucking Literally. Scorsese. Like sign up for how many? Was it three, three hours? hours? Was the fucking? I'll tell you what. If they did it again, I would watch it again. <laughs> Fuck that. I would watch five more of those movies. That's what I'm saying. I, it's all. The, it's just sad because it's so stunted, and the Academy, like they still just like award fifteen year old boys is what they're really going for that's who they're marketing to that's who the industry is and that's well that's I how mean, you get not in. given like awards to end game and shit you know what i mean they right, could have done that shit right but even their serious movies are just like juvenile crap that don't try to really talk about human life or existence or relationships or anything they don't really manage to do much besides like cool shit that yeah. Boys want to see. That's what I like. Guns and car shit. I know. Those are all my favorite and things. People that's dying. Why I'm Always like, people dying. That's why I'm trying to get out of my comfort zone and not watch a movie with guns and cars in it. Because I've said this a million times. Movie doesn't have a car in it. I'm probably not going to watch it. You know, or I, a gun. I, I don't like period movies either. My wife eats them up. But as soon as someone pulls up, like on a wagon wheel, I'm yeah. like, get out of here. No. I don't give a shit about who's betrothed. I don't give a shit about what. <laughs> what fucking cicadas came through the corns and ripped, you know, tore them down this year? I don't care if it's going to be a rough winter. 
I don't care about drinking water out of your hands from a stream. Like I mean, I don't little like bonnets. Little women might as well buckled be, shoes to fucking me. Fuck those. Just to me, little women might as well be a Lord of the Rings. I'm never going to see either one of them. Right. They're all the same movie to me. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I glory. Need, I, need, I saw Glory, but you know, because the teacher made me watch it. Yeah, I, I prefer jeans in my movies for sure. Jeans, cars, <laughs> guns. That's all the movies I like is jeans, cars, and guns. Yeah. That's Maybe your, suit. I like suits too. I like when yeah. a fucking dude puts on a nice suit what? and then carries a gun. So you know what? Uh, we got to get to these calls. But we did watch this movie recently. We both watched it. Digstown rocks. You dug it up from your childhood. It's 1994, I think. Uh, I thought it was 96, but James Woods and um, this is a movie that everybody's seen. James Wood way. and Lou Gossett Jr. Definitely young people have not seen this movie. Heather Graham is also in it. This is only for the 30 plus club. It's a very weird movie. But what I liked about it was 92. Sorry. The best part about this movie was that it's a boxing movie. And the premise of the movie is one guy has to box 10 people. And the bad guy says to this boxer, if you lose this match, we're going to kill your brother. (laughs) And the guy loses his match and he hangs his fucking brother from the rafters in the place. Like right as soon as they're done. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like there, when I was watching movies with my dad as a kid, Steven Seagal stuff, Jean-Claude Van Damme, somebody's like family member would actually get murdered. Like there wouldn't be, a, there would be someone would get killed. There would be a serious consequences and people doing bad stuff. And I feel like all of every, all of entertainment today the bad guys just run like a business. They're like corporate. They never get blood on their hands. They aren't actually, they don't do any of the, the straight up evil shit. They're just somebody that is in the shadows, like signing checks. But I like the old bad guys, which was just somebody, evil that, guy some guy suit. that lived in Digstown that fixed boxing matches to make money. <laughs> Not anything bigger. Not like he's not like a, it's not like a Metal Gear Solid, like government's corruption and shit. It's just, no, this small time asshole here has, <laughs> he has is, a bunch of money. Yeah. And he, uh, run, he owns the boxing place where all the boxing goes down. And, you know, lucky for him, it's a town where everything's geared around boxing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, I mean, it, it I, it's just an old con. They don't like make a lot of con man movies anymore anyway. That's like, true. It's just such a rare thing. Now, it used to be like a type of movie. Like you would every year you get the new Paul Newman's a con man or something. Some <laughs> handsome guy rolls into town and fucking is con and everything. Matchstick man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they used to make them all the time. Now it's just like none. You know, because all the bad guys have to be, like, going to destroy the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's always got to be a paramilitary solution. It can't just be... Uh, it can't just be, like, a guy in a suit that the main character could beat up in one second, but instead he doesn't, and he kills one of the main character's buddies or something. Yeah. And he's got to come back and shit. Yeah. And, and it's good because it's a movie about cheating and fucking... Being like, the best cheater. Er, yeah, it's just about being the best cheater. It's just a real legendary movie. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It's very weird. But it's but only good. on Cinemax or Voodoo. So you got to figure out how to watch it somehow. I got it from the library. All right, let's jump on these calls. We got people waiting. We've been jabbing too much. No, we did a half hour, right? We warmed up the pipes. I'm yeah. feeling loose. I'm ready. 
I think I'm ready to listen to these people. I'm not going to... Sorry to the caller last week. I was very tired on the first one. Well, I'm tired this week. I told you I'm trying to die. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Hey, you tell us. Yeah, this is Ian in Philly. How you guys doing? Oh, hey. great. How are you doing, Ian? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. What's going on tonight? Uh, I, I don't know. Hoping to draw in some of you guys' experience with a call center work, right? Oh, really? What's what? Uh, did you have like a specific question, or do you do call center work? No, I mean I've just been calling for like Bernie doing the like, phone banking and everything, but like I started to notice a pattern of like just elaborate like reverse prank calls. You know, you ever uh, call someone and they've got like this kind of like. I don't know. It reminds me of like the Shocktober stuff. Like a lot of the Shock Jack, just like just you know these real like baroque uh, just setups for reversing like a, a prank call or something. Wow, I love like this. I'll call someone and they're like, "Oh, this is my first day on the job. I I work at a, a beehive. Uh, oh, I'm getting stung. Let me talk to my boss about oh how not to get stung by these bees and like." I don't know, you guys ever get that? Like, when you call someone, just like a, the sound effect, like a whole, like, soundboard of, like, E noises or something? <laughs> I did not know that there was this kind of counter defense going against Bernie phone well, bankers. Well, for phone bankers, period. I right? mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I can't imagine it would be funny if you were by, if you didn't have a buddy and you're by yourself and you just wanted to fuck <laughs> with whoever was calling you on the phone. Um, but I didn't have a lot of that. I mean, I was calling people for collections, so they weren't trying to play. They were mostly trying to <laughs> yeah, make sure that they didn't get registered picking up the phone in like a six month period so that we would like remove their number. You I know? was inbound calls, so I never had one. Yeah, the outbound calls I did, some people would lie. Some people would pretend to be other people. I definitely had folks that like just would say they were somebody else. Like, no, this is Ralph. And then it'd be like, well, I, let me know when Deirdre's going to be there. And then they would start laughing and just be like, I definitely will. And then hang up, <laughs> which is fine. I yeah. mean, that's honest. I mean, people do what they got to do. But I have not, I mean, I have not had a full soundboard unleashed on me since... Remember the Arnold the Arnold soundboard back in the day? There was an Arnold soundboard. We used to do prank calls yeah, with I, that. I like I kind of say that one like all the time. I I like showed my uh, girlfriend that that uh, like YouTube video of like the guy running a hotel room with like the Arnold soundboard. Yes, who is where, your like, daddy him, and like, what does he up, do? Like, the, like credit card number is <laughs> like three two zero. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a classic. I didn't know that was still going on, though. So has it happened more than once? I, I've gotten three. I don't know. It seems like it's a weird pattern where it's like, yeah, I got that one with the guy like saying it's his first day on the job at the Beehive. Mm -hmm. And like, I got one where it's like someone who's just like, oh, I've got a baby sleeping. Talk quieter. And then they say it like four times. <clears throat> and you just sort of like whispering. And that's like, oh, this is a, a prank because I'm also like just like probably not on speakerphone, you know? Just yeah. Like another, like, prank. And, like, one was, like, it's like, a similar kind of sandboard one, but, like, the only thing they had was, like, a, like, scanner beep from, like, a supermarket. But, like, there was, like, a guy with his friend, and he would uh, be, like, uh, you know, his friend is, like, uh, hey, hey, what is this? And he's, like, uh, that, 
that's cheese. You work at a supermarket. Uh, you should hmm. know that. Like, the bee guy like sounds a, great. A comedian thing, but like unrehearsed. Do wow, you, that's incredible. Does it target where you're calling? Do you know where you're calling? I don't know. I mean, you know, you call into a dialer and it just calls into like whatever state. So I don't think I see like your number or anything, but like, I think, I mean, it's all after I say like, Hey, I'm a volunteer calling for you know, Bernie Sanders campaign. Uh, like, you know, just like, Oh yeah, this is my chance to like rehearse this like bit. Imagine <laughs> how many yeah. stickers are on the back of their truck. No, I, what I think is what, I mean, I, the reason I was asking that is if they're calling, like, the New York area, I mean, you really could be talking to a fucking shock job guy, like Jim Florentine or something like <laughs> yeah. that. He fucking loves, he signs up for shit on purpose, so then he gets the calls and he records the fucking calls, and, you know, he used to, he has, like, volumes of this series called Terrorizing Telemarketers, and I could totally see that you accidentally, or you somehow got in... And you were talking, because it would be funny. You got, you got a crank anchor. I'm, I'm going to tell you right yeah. now. I'll tell you right now, Ian. I am still listening to all the shock jocks. So I'll let you know if you come up on one of the radio shows. I, I'll let you know <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of, yeah, Brad, I'm kind of hoping I do get like a puppet assigned to my voice for like a crank <laughs> Yeah, anchor. that would be awesome. You could. You could. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm going to check. I, 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 I haven't heard. Howard Stern still does like a lot of prank calls. So like he does at least like he'll play like, like two a day or so, but he only works three days a week now. Nice. But like, yeah, great. But he, um, but I'll, I, I will let, I will keep the listeners posted on if I hear a bees call or anything like that, because I'm sure because crank yankers is back. They're making crank yankers again. So like, Damn, I had no idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just started fucking making That's it again. That's great news. Yeah, I'm I mean. I'm glad you called in so I can watch more Crank Anchors. <laughs> you don't want to yeah, watch seriously. Crank Anchors. Yeah, I would, dude. <laughs> when they used to call up and be, when that one guy called up and pretended to be like that, like, Duke of something overseas. Stop it. It was the <laughs> best. He would be like, how much is the hotel room? They'd be like $1,500. He'd, he'd say, double it. He would just say double the price right now. I'll pay double. <laughs> like I don't want to pay. It was the best. Yeah, they got Chelsea Peretti on there now. All right. Well, I now that's this would be like the best paid for content <laughs> right now. Yeah. If they if they got us to announce the launch, but uh, holy shit, they got some funny ass people on here though. Sarah well, Silverman, Tracy Morgan, Tiffany Haddish. Chelsea does it on her podcast too. She has voicemails and she does take calls and they're pretty good. Yeah, this is wild. I would love to do that. You know, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to watch these crank yankers this year, but yeah, maybe you'll end up on crank yankers. That would be a fuck. I would record that and I would tell everybody that could hear me about crank. Yeah, no, like, yeah, no, I would let everyone know. I actually like, I have one guy that was like, this is like the most elaborate. I actually like this was the first kind of like reverse prank call that I got that like I couldn't really believe how like elaborate it was. It was like um you know, I got this guy and he was like, Hey, I'm a telemarketer, like I'm on lunch break, um, I've gotta hide that I'm talking to you. Uh just before we start, can I like yeah, have you do the survey and like play this like survey where you know, it's just like yeah, I put like a highest rating on like everything and then like 
you'd be like, oh, that's great. Yeah, I can answer your questions in just a second. Let me give you a silly survey. And after like five of them, you know, I'm just like pushing like, oh, yeah, five is the highest. So like, you know, I go through that. But like the last one, I was like, so how uh, effectively has our uh, assistant been able to completely waste your time? I'm like, well, how good of a kisser do you think he is? I'm like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> really? Golly, this is wild. I yeah. pro- you know where you're like, pro- you know where you're probably ending up though for real TikTok yeah. it's ended up on TikTok uh, yeah, this yeah. is some TikTok shit this yeah. is just a fucking zoomer messing around with you on TikTok yeah that actually sounds like the exact answer to this yeah because zoomers well, are weird anyway their humor's weird so yeah but- they are they are very interesting yeah thanks thanks for calling Ian yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, very right. funny that it's happening. I'm sorry it's happening to you, but it's also very funny to me that it's happening to you. Yeah, I know, of course. I mean, can't your blessings? This wasn't a thing, uh, you know, the call center did. Yeah, it wasn't like, I mean, they're not doing like racism to you. They're just making fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Have a good night, Ian. I want to know what's going on, and I want to know right now. <laughs> we got hooked up with the. Uh, we got hooked up with the uh, soundboard. Arnold's here. Do you have a... Uh, uh, hold on. I'm going to walk over here. What's the one? Ah! Piss! Oh, man. Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of them there. But uh, thank you for calling in, Ian. Ian, I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for... Uh, Is that right there? Right I, there. Right there. Which Go one? Down. Down. Family. And then... Uh, right here. Play that one. Who is your daddy, and what does he do? That's my. That's mine. That's my. <laughs> that's the too. classic fucking shock jock. That's when one. you get him. That and Dylan are the two shock jock ones you got to play. I won't. I won't play. I'm gonna take my hand off the mouse. Dylan, I won't. I will not. <laughs> I will not harm you with Arnold all night. <laughs> Just one more time with the daddy one. You want to hear that? Who? That's the best. It was because they would be like, "Who is this? Who is this?" And you'd be trying to get the phone right, and then they'd be like. Oh, and then you would play this. Who is your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> Who is your daddy and what does he do? All, All right. right. Next one. Too fun. Too We're fun. gonna have to ask somebody. Thanks for calling Street Fighter. Who are we talking to? Um, hey, I'm gonna be anonymous tonight because I got some stuff. Okay. Um, you want? Yeah, I, I know you want to be anonymous, for... but uh, we got. I got one question. Who is your daddy, uh, and what does he do? <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. What's up tonight? <laughs> Those aren't coming through on mine, but oh, uh, it'll oh, play no. on the radio. Sorry about that. It just said, "Who is your daddy, <laughs> no. and what does he do?" <laughs> uh, okay. Sorry, He's we're being pharmacist. goofs. He's pharmacist. Well, I know some yeah. jokes about a pharmacist. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> um, well, first of all, I'm doing sober February, so I'm calling in sober for the first time, and it's very strange. All right. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. How's it going? How's sober February? Yeah. It's nine days. Um, yeah. I picked the shortest month, so the Smart. first week was kind of rough, but since it's been really good this week. Is it drinking or uh, uh, booze? Wait, what? Yeah, I mean, drinking. drinking and weed. Do you do you like do no, weed? No, no, just drinking. Okay, but you get you yeah. can. Cons- can I you have s- been 
Mm-hmm. Can you smoke weed? Is weed sober, kind I of? I can. I don't. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, it's not my favorite thing right now. I have mm. been microdosing. Mushrooms? In the morning. No, I put on five minutes of dirty jobs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that just fills you with like enough rage for the rest of your day? My, microdosing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. That was yeah. good. I'm sorry. I But I love that. That's very funny. I thought it like two weeks ago. Um, okay. No, my, my, my real thing, I just found out my job has got a giant contract for Saudi Arabia. And I, ugh, I don't think I can quit. So I think I'm going to start sabotaging my work. Oh, interesting. Okay. Do you have to go to Saudi Arabia? Do you think? No, 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 no. I'm just making parts for the Patriot missiles. Oh, whoa. And okay. Yeah. So they actually sent me to get solder certified last year. And I should know enough to know how to do a bad job. So wow. I'm going to try to do that instead of quitting. You're just going to do it until you get fired? Just waste money? Yeah. I mean, hopefully I can do it so they'll pass the test, but then be shoddy enough that <laughs> they won't laugh. But, uh. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that is wild. Now I know why you wanted to be anonymous. This is an anonymous yeah. call right here. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes we get somebody that's like, I want to be anonymous. And then they're like, my girlfriend broke up with me because I eat too many peaches or something. And then like, you're like, well, why do you have to be anonymous for that? Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. This I would be anonymous for. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I I I would yeah. I mean you can also just waste time. You know what I mean? Are you mm-hmm. Do you want to just are you going for for unemployment? That's what you got to. Is that what you're gunning for? Yeah. No, no, like well I think we I think we're going to be sold by like the private equity firm that owns us in a year. I think that's where the cards are heading. But um I it's a pretty good job. I don't want to lose it. Yeah. yeah. So I think if I don't know if anyone calling in has any good sabotage tips. Yeah. Yeah. Call in with a sabotage tip or two. That's, yeah, that's scary. That is yeah. scary. Yeah. I Hey, you know, we got to do what we got. We, you know, you get the job. Yeah. You got to do the job. You know, I know the yeah, feeling you got to live. Someone else do it. Yeah. And you got to live. Yeah. I understand it. I mean, like I I say this sometimes like when I when I did the cable shit right like I I don't know if I've ever said this on the show but when I used to do the cable shit when I was like a kid when I when I was in my 20s I would go into houses and it would be gross in there and like it would smell bad and these people would be like ignoring their children and and like all this stuff and I'd be like I you know I shouldn't be I should be like, I'll fix your cable when you clean your fucking house and make your fucking kid a meal and change his diaper. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But I ain't fixing it right now. I'm fucking leaving. You don't need it. You yeah. know, you're just going to sit here and yell at Fox News all day or MSNBC or something. You fucking change that kid's diaper. You know what Please. I mean? But then I would just go in there and do it and leave. And I did it for seven years. You yeah. see all different stages of mm-hmm. neglect and stuff like that. So, like, I, I even know how I know how you feel because, like, there were so many times where I was just like, you know, the best thing I could do for the world is, like, not do this. But then somebody's going to come in behind me and do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, good yeah. luck. Uh, yeah. I, no problem. Thank you, guys. You too. Have a good night. You too. Okay.
You too. But... Oh man, that's rough. That's scary. I would be, you know, back when I was working at Insight, uh, like working and uh, they were a publicly traded company. And then uh, like two years after 9-11, when, after Fahrenheit 9-11 came out, they were like, hey guys, they took us private. We got bought by the Carlisle Group. And uh, I was like, I just watched a fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what? most of it was about the Carlisle Group. Yeah. If you ask me, I don't want to do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know if this is the direction I want the company to go in. You just get in a go. You just get there, and you're like, "What? What am I supposed to fucking do here?" Yeah. And now I'm working I mean, for the Carlisle Group. Yeah. I mean, I know I can't. You know, I, I'm no better than anybody, but you know, making fucking missiles is just something. That's I a hard one. That's. I would just. I don't know if I could do that. That would be a hard especially one, especially if it switched up. I mean, if you're doing if you're doing some sort of high level assembly. Maybe you have to travel to find something else, but I have to imagine that you're doing something on a level that it is valuable somewhere else. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It fucking sucks. Well, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Well, but, you know, what, 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 I mean. But you could be the worst employee at the missile factory. Yeah. I mean, that's better than almost <laughs> not being the worst employee at the, you know what I'm saying? Uh um, I'm, I'm, there's somebody calling in here. Well, how many, how many we, we got, got a bunch of, oh, just take it. Let's go. All right. Like next call. Who are you? Hey, uh, I'm calling in from Eugene, Oregon. And, uh, we had a great time seeing you here last year. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. We coming. liked it there. Yeah. It's a funny town. Um, there's some other funny business going on right now. And there's a group called um, Eugene Wake Up, uh, which is a bunch of small business tyrants who are, like, you know, talking uh, about hiring a private security team to basically call the cops on the homeless population. We have that in here. The, in the area. We got that yeah. here. Really? Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. What is, it, what, is there any, like, um, actions happening against it? No, not that I know. Of. <laughs> no, I mean, what it is, it's a neighborhood association here. It's called the Short North, like a, a neighborhood association. And during the summer, they ride around on go kart or golf carts and they fucking, they basically Whoa. just go. So, what happened was uh, there was this convenience store in the neighborhood that people were going and buying beer at. And uh, the city closed it down. So it basically dispersed Whoa. all of the homeless people that were like hanging out there. But when they were hanging out there, they would come by on their bikes and they would just harass them until they walked away. They didn't like call the police on them unless something happened. But they would like harass them until they, you know, what are you doing? Where you got to be? What do you got to do? And stuff like that. And then just push them into downtown, basically. Uh Mm -hmm. I mean, they're really ineffective, I think. And uh, they're like, they are like scared of everybody. You know what I mean? But it is like a, a disconcerting thing. Like, I, I, I really, uh, I really, I hate it, man. Because it's like, what, what are you supposed, like, where are they supposed to go? Like, where is it that they're exactly. supposed to go? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that's, that's an important question. So uh, this group, uh, Eugene Wake Up, um, if you go to their Facebook page, you will see some violent comments. Um, if, you, if anybody wants to go there and post whatever they feel like posting, 
um, the Eugene, uh, you know, homeless advocates would appreciate that. Um, but they, uh, some, some activists in town went to this one business where the like dude that organized all of this small, all these small business tyrants and, uh, dropped a banner and took a mic, a megaphone into his business and like, you know, told all of the people who were in there having their Saturday night in bin and, uh, you know, disruptive things for a moment. But the, you know, and then the Eugene Wake Up people just lost it. And I'm, I'm really enjoying watching that uh, progress into more violent rhetoric from the Eugene Wake Up crew. Um, and it just makes it more obvious. So anyways, I just wanted to share that news from eugene oregon with you all i'm on their page i'm looking at it well you know there's also there was going around a few weeks ago there was a uh, private group on facebook of a bunch of fucking creeps and weirdos that that are like vigilante justice people in the middle of the night that you know share go take pictures of people sleeping outside and report on their comings and going and and they're like their own private criminal what's that because sleeping is criminal yeah and and it's it's good to have these conversations because it's happening here too. Um, we're seeing for the you know it wasn't as common uh, to, as I remember to have tents you know up have tent city areas of Columbus, but now they hide them. They we've always had them because sure. I walk by them for I've been walking by them since I've been walking, which is when I was in college. Uh, yeah, but I'm talking about like 20 years ago, 10 years ago. I, I don't I don't I feel like that the population has gone up when we go out to the West Coast. You know, this is a this is an issue that everybody's talking about. Uh, people are putting up like, you know, fascist signs about homelessness and about, you know, I, I had a Lyft driver that was telling me and, you know, in Seattle, how they're not going to bust people for that for homelessness. And they're changing the they're changing all these laws to make it so that you can live on the streets. And uh, it's we are all avoiding the conversation of like where these people are coming from and, you know, how what we can do to to better, you know, what, you know, to not because they're being excluded. More people, people are being excluded is what's happening. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of empty houses in the suburbs. Yeah. That there's you a, could like just give them and that would be great. That This we're, wake we're up Eugene, this Eugene, it. this Eugene wake up site is like the worst because they have like a thing by Dr. Drew on here that says something about like you know the only way to help the homeless is to make them better and it's like what are you gonna do like what are you talking about make them better like are you talking about get a job is this just a get a job article yeah you know what i mean yeah it um it's it's i mean it's something that we do need more people need to uh, talk about because there are there is really awful vigilante justice that's coming up in response to the housing crisis. Mm-hmm. And it's these oh, and then fucking weirdos. Also, like there's some there's some really great organizations here, like Whitebird, and I mean Whitebird. We wish it was more than it is, but they're for what they can do is great. Um, and so this Eugene Wake Up Group says that it's um, uh, enabling to, you know, do, like, a um, harm reduction because we're just, like, giving handouts or, like, sustaining the problem. So what they want is for people to die on the street is the other solution, the, the extreme of the of what they're suggesting. Absolutely. Um, 
but then at the same time to like do a PR move, they're like, oh, but we go hand out food to like one of these places, and aren't we so great because we do this one thing while you know? So, anyways, I'll I'll leave it at that. And uh, but mainly, any street fighters out there, go find this group. We need some. We need to um, refresh. Put some some good some good juices into those comments because they're they're having too much space on on that page. And if you see them walking around, give them a wedgie. Don't do anything <laughs> violent. Wedgies aren't violence, actually. And wedgies aren't violence. No, no I don't consider them violent. We're just being, like just fart next to them. Yeah. <laughs> I just made a fart joke on on the radio. Uh, well, yeah. we're playing Arnold Schwarzenegger sound clips on the radio, so hey, you know, the, everything's off the books tonight. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> Have a good night. We got we to gotta yeah, get you these calls. Think. You get my message? Or yeah. Check sure, the message. Check sure. the chat. That's, is that, that sounds like a new, like a song. Check, check the, me- the chat. <laughs> check the check message. The chat. My name is Brian, and I check the chat. Check the chat. Check the chat. My name is... Nope, that is the problem. Most problems come from people not checking the chat. And it's like, they're like, I don't know what's going on. You're like, didn't you, did you check the chat? Yeah, check the fucking chat. Because so many people are like, I get too many messages in the chat. They don't like being in chats. Like in the early days of chats, people would be like, oh, too many messages in the chat. And I'm like, what, you hate talking to people? Like, yeah. What is your Fuck fucking up. deal? Start listening. Yeah. Open your ears and shut your lips. Let's have a fucking conversation here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I fucking muted it. Right. I don't want to hear fucking people talking all day. Not my friends, people who like me. I want to fucking hear it. You ready? Next one. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? I heard y'all been talking shit. Well, I've never talked it's shit. It's Rachel. Hi, Rachel. She. Uh, we mentioned her on the... Uh, on the show this week she sent us the email. yeah i know i heard the rude email about having shitty cars what brett doesn't yeah, remember the shows good. after we record them like brett has no idea what we just did when we leave so. sorry <laughs> but well, yeah yeah what's up rachel how are you yeah you know that one wasn't even mine either it's like just a thing that a friend shared with me like you think this is ridiculous but apparently i was the first one to share it to twitter so i got you know instant cloudy the email from work about how your car the car isn't up to the standards of the employee for the yeah, amount of salary that mine. they get i remember now yeah not even mine i'm trying to track down who like wrote it if you're the person who wrote it and you're hearing this please come find me i want to bring you on my pod there is See, no way yeah, no, I, I haven't in, in some ways, I want to do a fun. I want to do a fundraiser, but not to get them a new car. I want to buy a brand new engine for their old car, <laughs> so that they get to yeah, start right? at zero. Or like get the interior of it completely updated, like pin yes. ride style, but then leave the outside as janky as possible. Exactly, Bluetooth on the inside. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all resto mod under all the hood. All leather interior. Yes. Yeah. Faux yeah. leather. Brand new car, except for that it's equally ugly. Yeah. I love it. I love Pimp My yeah, Ride. Yeah, this has been good. Yeah, how's uh, it? Was a fun show. Yeah, we're trying. Yeah, do you remember the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard? Did you ever get? She can't hear the soundboard. I know, but phone. did you ever get pranked by Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard in your day? Like once. <laughs> once. Like one time, and it was like actually recently. 
that somebody did this. So this was like it's back in the style. Last couple of years. Yeah, me and Brad yeah, are me yeah. and Brad are spearheading the new Arnold Schwarzenegger sound clip thing. But and what's gonna no. happen is we're gonna get addicted to the Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard, and then next year in October, me and Felix are gonna do Shocktober Street Fight Radio. <laughs> yeah, like these guys <laughs> took their show off the rails. <laughs> these guys went way out and about, and just who's your daddy and what does he do? <laughs> All kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be playing clips of tonight. I believe in you. I know. I'll become yeah, the a we're, chaos agent. We're shock jocks. We are sort of shock jocks. We just don't talk about sex or racism. Well, we talk about racism, but not. We're not racist. Like we do everything a shock jock could do if we're they just, were a lefty. We're just shock shocking, jock. not in the right way. Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, fuck yeah. the flag yeah. and fuck the government stuff. Like that stuff, fuck the troops. That stuff is not like acceptable. Like Clear Channel's not going to hire us because right. we're the wrong yeah. kind of shock. Yeah, if I say I hate Bud Light, that's not going to do well for my shock jock career. You should be able to say that though. I mean, that's not a big deal, right? Hmm? Yeah. Unless they're willing to pay. You know what Rachel like did. Crank Yankers did. That's Brent loves crank anchors. Now. We sh- we should cut crank that crank anchors guy. thing out and just tell people that it was a drop we did on our show. We could get so many fucking ads. I'm not doing a crank. We can anchors. do ads. We'll do soundboards. We'll have to do like 14 minutes of radio. It'll be the best. That's week. true. That's true. We'll I just, do like that idea. Talk, we'll just do. We'll just get people to go to sand volleyball tournaments once a month at the local bar. We'll go sit at a check smart with a prize wheel for and hand two out hours like on a Friday night lemon Bud Light coupons <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's radio fuck? though that's, that's no. radio that's successful no. radio that's the radio biz <laughs> I baby <laughs> i fucking disapprove do you want to know something though if i'm being completely I'm morally judging you right now if i'm being completely honest you know my dog my dog likes beer like we haven't given it to her in ages but like if you spill it she like loves lapping it up she has only ever rejected a single beer and it was bud light lime wow mm-hmm yeah, that one was tough to digest. I think I don't. I think I think everybody passed on that one. They were like, I could have done that the whole yeah. time myself. Actually, like bars have limes; they've always had them. True. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't but, need. You I don't know. Need, you get it all in the mix. It's good. It's just ascorbic acid that's put into your beer instead. I'll of, tell you the truth, dude. If I was a drinker, is. I'd buy it with the lime already in it because I don't want to dick around with limes. I want you know? it cellophane. I want a fresh lime wrapped in cellophane around the side of the can. That's that's weird. But uh yeah, but well I'm gonna say this because we were just talking about this. The who, my first daddy and what does he do? Who is your daddy <laughs> and what does he do? No, my first goal with Street Fight was for us to get on the fucking radio. But the thing was, like, we immediately started being offensive in the wrong ways the first time we fucking did it. And then it was like, well, what if we could get a job on the radio? And then I started thinking, yeah, I wouldn't mind getting a job on the radio. But the longer we did, it was like, we will never get a job. Nobody would ever want us on their airways, you know? And now... We're mm-hmm. probably, I'm probably making more than R- Loper and Randy. <laughs> so I'm okay. Like I'm making more than some of the radio guys in town. So I'm okay with it. And I don't have, I get to choose what I talk about. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, you can be your authentic self. Yeah. You don't have rocks. to hand out coupons to people. Well, I would like to hand out mm-hmm. some coupons to but tell you the truth. I if remember we could get the- some coupons, I would hand them out. Maybe we'll get some of those entertainment books and just mail people one or two coupons. Okay. Oh, just take clip coupons out of it. There's you can buy coupons yeah, like online. Just, just 
providing let's, the valuable service of clipping their coupons for them. Yeah, let's do that. Let's ma- let's mail people coupons. <laughs> we'll put it. We'll give them to Katie. We'll give Katie a stack of coupons, and when she sends out the zines, she'll just put them in there. That would be so fucking funny yeah. to me if I got a zine. Like if somebody mailed me the zine and I opened it up and I got a zine and like fifty cents off a Ziploc ba- box of Ziploc bags. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't fucking I know mean, what that, this that's is. money in the bank. <laughs> That's extra money. That's TGI Friday's frozen potato skins. Bangkok yeah. shrimp. <laughs> slightly less expensive. You know, I wanted to get. But you um, still have to pay for them. Yeah, I would love to get. I would love to get people some like plant-based meat coupons <laughs> to get them to try it. You know, for free. I want. I I went to the store uh, the other day and I wanted to get like a treat. Of a say, I like to get a, a sweet treat and a savory treat. Okay. You know, especially on the weekends. I don't do the sw- savory treats on during the week. What's a savory treat? Oh, just like a fucking... Well, I'll give you an example. I wanted to go and buy potato skins with the ah. cheddar cheese on them, yeah, right? Yeah. All of them have bacon on them. Every single one. My wife doesn't eat meat. I can't just buy a snack for just me. Especially since generally what we do is lay around and smoke weed and watch fucking movies. So she's probably going to want a snack too. Right. You know what I mean? So that's a bummer. I'd like to see some. Uh, I'd like to see them like make them without bacon, broccoli, and know? cheddar is the best substitute. Yeah, right, right. Because like, okay, this is a deeply shameful quality, but I've never been that into bacon. Oh, I'm, and, I, mean, I am, but and it's not barely. even like I like the taste of bacon, but like if it's not cooked all the way, the texture of it super grosses me out. Like, I need it to actually be crispy. So, like, I get all the things that have, like, the bacon mixed in, and it's, like, chewy. And I'm just like, oh, God, I hate this. And it ruins it for me. But broccoli cheese would be, like, perfect because that's, like, one of my top-tier, like, S-rank foods. I love it. Yeah, there's a, there so, is like, a place in Broccoli cheese potato skins? Hell yes. There's a place in town, Hound Dog's Pizza, that is not Ohio-style pizza. They do triangle cut. And they're, I think they're, like, from the 90s, the late 80s or 90s, but they're the campus spot that was open used to be open 24 hours and ever since jar no they're they closed now they oh, changed I went their there like three in the morning when we got back from tour yeah they closed from like four to ten they're uh, closed for like six hours now yeah when we got back from tour i went right there from the west coast so i was like hmm, that's interesting uh but they have had they have had broccoli uh chat uh Sorry, broccoli cheddar skins. Like since the since the beginning, and uh, that's why I love to order from them. Well, I I like I love that. I had one today actually. I had I'm on fake ass cheese though because regular ass cheese is fucking me up. So, but I had Sad. a baked potato with broccoli and oh, but that shit's so gross. It's not that fake it, cheese. Some of it is good. Not all of it is bad. You got to find give one. Give me some tips because like I've been trying and I keep finding the ones that like you melt them and they just turn into this like weird liquidy consistency. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I can't really, I wouldn't co-sign any of them to be honest. I, I mean, I think I'm doing a lot of, ex, I'm giving them a lot of uh, slack. <laughs> the ones that I like. Oh yeah, I guess if it's like the closest you can have. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, because it is like it, it's yeah, okay. it's. I mean, I'm I'm sundowning with cheese. Like I think it's going to be dairy is kind of over for me at this time in my life. That's why I've been listening to Metallica a lot more actually. It's just because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a mortgage and now I have you can't um, eat cheese like anymore. indigestion. <laughs> Just realizing this yeah, shit is not God, it's just not the same anymore. Me about myself, I don't want to hear. I can't have yeah. I can't have a block of cheese for dinner anymore. I I mean like yeah, I can't drink it all anymore because it, every single time I can have like one drink and it gives me a migraine. It's just like I'm just fucking old. That's my life now. Yeah, shit changes quick. 
Yeah, it does. It really does so go bad. downhill. I, I remember that, like I had really understood, you know, like in my early 20s what how precious my time left was. <laughs> I remember even Brian, I think like like when I remember I think even before when Charlotte was born, maybe or right before that I was like 29 or something. And Brian was 35 and he kept calling himself an old man. And I'm like, you're crazy. He's like, old man, you're 35 years old. You're not that old. And I'm 30. I'm about to turn uh, 36 uh, on mm -hmm. in two weeks. And I feel like an old ass man already. Like I feel uh, like as old as Jim James Hetfield sings. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, my I say though, one nice thing about getting older, like I'm doing things I never would have done in my early twenties. Like I did a photo shoot today um, for this campaign we have coming up for not safe for walks where I'm like doing like a boudoir shoot, like a pinup girl kind of thing. Uh -huh. And like, it was awesome. It was super fun. Love the experience. Probably going to do it again if this campaign goes well, but like early twenties, me would not have had the balls to do that. Early twenties, me would have been like, Oh my God, what if my employer sees it? But you know, 30 year old me realizes, Oh, I'm fucking unemployable. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm fine. I'm never getting a job anyway. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I wouldn't trade, you know, the youth is nice, but the confidence uh, I have now and like knowing who I am and what I can do and how I can move around the world. And, you know, also being like, you know, I can spend time on doing something fun that isn't just like partying with my friends. You know, I can uh, I can do weird projects that are outside of my comfort zone and I really don't give a shit anymore. I don't have a fucking comfort zone anymore. I just do what I want now. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Self-actualization fucking owns. For sure. Well, I mean, the other thing about being older is like you get to watch like a lot of people uh like young people where they're like like complaining about stuff and you're like i don't mean I yeah it ain't gonna mean nothing like you live so <laughs> oh, long god you live so fucking <sighs> you don't understand how much time how much like whatever this thing is that's happening like now that i'm old it's like whatever this thing that's happening to me right now it's like gonna go away eventually. Yeah, it's gonna be spring and you're just like yeah yeah lauren hill said it my completely miserable total misery right now is gonna like go away when it's warm outside yeah it's just i yeah, mean by the way let me just like repeat my petition if you hate ohio winters move to atlanta mm, i'm gonna move Over to california time, actually but... california is where i'm looking it's never cold yeah, there but then you have to live with like california people i love california people i love california i like, I like I like poor California people. I don't like wealthy California mm. people. I love LA. I just get in LA. Brian and will get Botox. Brian will get fucking Botox. Uh, you know fuck what? I'm off. sure that Brian is going to be just so glorious. Brian, you guys want to hear something Brian funny? Brian with you big puffy something? lips. If you had those big like collagen fillers and you had really high cheekbones oh, yes. and your shit was just super mm -hmm. tight. So I saw this this viral run around looking like RuPaul. <laughs> I did see this viral video yesterday of this hairdresser in like some in like LA or something. I don't know where the fuck it is, but like uh, he like took people that are horseshoe bald and he like shaved it all bald right like around here, and then he was like putting glue on their head and then he would glue this hair onto it. I saw that. I, it looks so cool. And you can like keep it on for like four weeks. Two months at a time it's or something. Four weeks. Huge amount of time. It's wild. Yeah. And like, I was like bonkers. I I was like, I want to do this. I also want dreadlocks. I wonder if they can do No, dreadlocks. you can't do that. <laughs> no. 
You can't like do Jonathan that. Davis. I want to look like Jonathan Davis. You, yeah, you can't do that. Can I get no, just long hair? Don't do it. Every time white people get dreadlocks, it looks like Grinch fingers. Don't Have you ever do seen it. Jonathan Davis? He does look like E.T. motherfuckers. What if I, I get... Yeah, don't do it. There's no way to do that that looks good, first of all. And second of all, like it's a little disrespectful. It's like a little tiny bit disrespectful. Yeah. Like, well, I guess like it looks like Grinch fingies. I mean, I, I, res- I, 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 I respect can... people's choices, but I just I can't be a I can't like like I can't. Jonathan I, I, Davis I has them and they look good, and it's not all don't. dreadlocks. It's just a few of them, and then long hair. If I fucking get hair, I'm getting fucking long hair. Okay, I even if it's just feathery long hair, wavy long hair. I don't want any Ooh, crunchy hairsprayed long hair. No, I've always wanted long oh, hair no. all my life. All my life, from the day you I never was had born, long hair. Never in my life. Did I got I have to do it hair. once when I was young. It was the best to have hair touching my shoulders. Yeah, you just. I did have like a mullet, but like at that time, I didn't know how to fucking handle long hair. So. I would get yelled at by my stepmom all the time. Like, there's fucking even... rats in your hair. Look yeah. at these fucking rats back here. Yeah. And then I would, and then it got so thick. It was like thick, <laughs> fucking thick mullet. You know what I mean? And then finally they were like, you're just, I got to get rid of this thing. And they just cut it off and gave me a normal guy haircut. And then from then on, like, even when I could grow hair, I fucking shaved my head. I've always just shaved my head all my life. But for some reason... All my life, I've always been like, God damn, man, I like to look like Jason Momoa. That's the kind of hair I want, That's really. good hair. It's like some God, Jason Momoa That's hair. good appropriation He's of hair. He's so handsome. I would look so good with that amount of hair. If you're out there and you are good with Photoshop, please send me a picture of me with Jason Momoa hair. Yeah, or I love like, this. If you're Jason Momoa, just please call me. <laughs> well, my, um, like, I just want to talk. <laughs> I, uh, I just want to... I just want to talk. I uh, tried to talk to my wife because I I didn't I can't figure I think it goes against my nature to try to defy aging, but I think I have a workaround where I can get my whole head tattooed and then I can hide all of the receding hairline stuff. So that's what I want to get my head tattooed, but I don't know what it's you don't want to get a hat. You just don't want to buy hat. I don't want to buy hats. All I the know time. the feeling, dude. I don't want either. But you know what, man? Two guys with hats <laughs> and it's just like. Just get like a permanently tattooed beanie. Well, so Ooh. here's something. Well, they do have, you can get like micro bladed uh, hairlines now. So I could shave my head yeah, and then just sense. fake the funk on the front. Here's something I've been thinking lately. Uh, I just figured this out recently because I've been buying like all these Hypebeast clothes. And like I now have like a, a, some Hypebeast t-shirts, sweaters. I have these pants. <laughs> and then I wear this hat all the time. And then I thought about it and I was like, uh, but first I was like, oh, I'm like dressing like a teenager or whatever. And then I like thought about it a little bit and then I was like, nah, it's more pathetic than that. I'm like actually Fred Durst. Like I just dress like Fred Durst. <laughs> I'm a 41 year old that dresses like Fred Durst. That's like my style. My, Michael Che has 200 to 300 hoodies himself. <laughs> I just feel like. I figured it out, like, because I, I was trying to find a guy like my, like, old that dresses like this to to make myself feel better about not looking like, like, a um, about not looking like, like a, a, a teenager. Like, I didn't want to look like a teenager, but I like. I mean, like, the thing is, teenagers don't look like that anymore. Thank you. They suck ass. None of them are cool at all. 
It's yeah. something they make up in movies. They're cool in their own ways. No, what's weird actually is that teenagers now, like my sister, she just turned 18. And like now they basically just dress in like oversized t-shirts and booty shorts and they don't give a shit. Like the trendiest thing you can do is just literally dress like you don't give a fuck at all. Like no distinct aesthetic, just like the most normie shit possible. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very sort of black pilled, which makes sense because that's like the defining quality of Gen Z is they're just totally black pilled. But it's just like they'll wear like a big hoodie or something. It's like nothing. Like my teen went they to don't me- have like that kind of like grungy aesthetic or like even like the weird scene aesthetic we had when I was a teen or like, you know, uh new metal. Yeah, like, they're lazy and like, uncool. None of it. They have nothing. They're just Ugh. doing normie core. They're just like, oh, I'll wear stuff from the mall, ironically. And it's like, you're just wearing $10 clothes. My so. team went to meet a TikToker today. Three TikTokers. Oh, wow. They stood in line for three hours. Wow. To stand next to and take a picture with the most handsome boy in the world. That's what my daughter told me. He is the most handsome boy in the world. Then she showed me a picture of him. He looks like all the other boys. He looks like, uh, that's something I've learned about myself. It's like, I look at these Zoomer boys and I'm like, every one of you looks the same. But that's because I live in a neighborhood where every one of them looks the same. So then my daughter last night is showing me all the SoundCloud rappers she goes to school with. Right? She, All, how many? Yeah. This is like four that's of them. Adorable. Four. There's like at least adorable. four. Are they like, are they getting play? Like, oh hell no! They're they're terrible. So I can't say that. Yeah. I will never say their names. This. I find this so charming. But so one of them wrote a diss track about another one of them. They're like writing diss. That's tracks. a good way to get heat. So anyway, the only Please. one. Okay, look, I know you're not going to shame them on air, but please DM me this. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I will feel too bad. It, you, this One of these kids is so bad. I mean, it's insulting. But anyway, so he bought a beat recently, though. So I listened to that and I was like, oh, boy, he wasted his money. So anyway, like yeah. uh, this kid. So she plays me like three different SoundCloud rappers from her school. Right. And like two of them stunk real bad. And then the last one she played me, I was like, he's, this kid's got talent. Like this kid can rap. And she was like, ugh. And I was like, what do you mean? Ugh. She's like, he's the weird fucking kid from school. And I was like, let me see a picture of him. The only thing that made him weird is that he wears a denim jacket without sleeves. Oh, Hesher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all it was. He wasn't fucking, he didn't look weird at all. Did, like a battle jacket? Did it have patches on it? It didn't have, I didn't see any pat. It had the, uh, it had studs on it up here on the top of, That's on his weird. shoulders. And she was just like, he's the so, like, fucking naked battle jacket. He's a machine gun Kelly. Yeah. She was like, he's the fucking weirdest kid at our school. And I was like, he doesn't even fucking look weird. He looks like <laughs> a punk kid. He looks like every one of my listeners. Yeah. It's like what he looks like. And I was just like, God, you kids are so fucking boring. Jesus. Cause it is, it really is. It's like, I need sweatpants. I need Nike sweatpants and I need a, a sweat. I bought my daughter fucking $115 pair of golf sweatpants, the Tyler Crater stuff. She's still never worn. Them. She's never even put them on. She's embarrassed to wear them. What? Okay. No, that's, that's wild. Like it's one thing to put them, but she didn't even wear them. 
She hasn't put them on yet. She keeps saying, like, I'm saving them for a good day. And I'm like, you don't like the fucking pants. And here's the truth about the fucking pants. They're black and they say golf in different letters, like really small on the thing where the Adidas stuff is. But I think what she's worried about is some dipshit at her suburban stupid school not knowing that golf is better than Nike. You know what I mean? And so she just, it's like all Nike shit and like just sports shirts. That's it. That's all they fucking like, dude. And it's like, could you athleisure Lululemon sweatpants? Gotta have two, three pairs of Lululemon pants, the the leggings, and then that's what they wear, dude. No right. jeans. My daughter's always yelling at me about jeans. Jeans is the worst thing in the world. I'm like, well, I quit wearing jeans too. I wear cargo pants now, so I can't like yell. Oh, I haven't worn a pair of pants that have like <laughs> a non-elastic waist in like months. <laughs> I got a bunch of the jeggings that have elastic waists on them, and it's like I don't wear fucking shit. Like, if it's got a zipper, I'm like, you better be paying me extra to put this on. Like, no. Elastic weight pants, elastic weight pants are everything. They're I, everything. I'm cargo a pants. revelation. I currently have six pairs. I have six pairs of cargo pants right now. And then every time you I buy a mean? new one, Brad is like, why are you wearing cargo? Why are you buying another pair of cargo pants? You How many pair of cargo too, pants you need? too hard in one type <laughs> of did. pants. <laughs> you got to be able to switch up the flow <laughs> a little I, bit. I fucking yeah, let, me, wait. let me just suggest. Basically, perhaps you should expand into elastic waist cargo pants. I can't. I can't. It's. I. I can only wear cargo pants now. It's the only pants I can wear. Like I've. I am, you expand. You expand your horizons into cargo pants, but elastic. Waist. I have one pair of those too, because I have a bunch of different right? cargo pants. You can't put nothing in the in the cargo pockets of an elastic waist pair of cargo pants. I'm sorry. Well, that's, that's why I carry happening. a purse now. You can't tie them well, look, tight enough. That's why I carry this purse for the people form. watching. I carry a purse now, a Carhartt purse. Nice. And uh, it keeps all my stuff so it doesn't fall out of my pocket. And now I can, because you're right, dude. I do. I fucking, if I was like a guy that bought stocks and stuff, I would be investing heavily right now in cargo pants. Yeah. Like, that's all I want. I'm only buying cargo pants. Buy low. New life. You know? But you're also totally right that at some point, at some point, I'm going to be like, cargo pants are fucking stupid. Yeah. And I'm going to have eight pairs of cargo pants, and that's the only pants I'm going to have. <laughs> yeah. You know, which is where I'm at right now. I have a pair of cargo pants that are like uh, uh, the f- nylon kind. You just you just write the day of the week in the ta- on the tag? No, they're all different. <laughs> they're all yeah, different. you have seven, one for each day of the week. You just write the, na- the day on the tag. Yeah, I like the green ones the most, but most of mine are black because okay. I just buy the black ones. Got some fucking Carhartt ones. I got some NMNML ones. And like then every day now, all my ads on the internet, cargo pants. And then I'm like, I got to fucking get these cargo pants on this ad. Like, yeah, I see the ad, has I'm better like, cargo pants than what you've got. <laughs> yeah, every ad I see, I'm like, oh, man, wow. those are some fucking cargo Is pants. Ripstop <laughs> nylon? <laughs> every one of them, dude. Everything I look at on the internet now is cargo pants. <laughs> It's like if I fucking go to Twitter, Twitter is selling me cargo pants. Facebook sells me cargo pants. Every news story I read has three ads for cargo pants yeah, on yeah. it. 
And every time like, I click through and hey, see how much they are. Hey, these cargo pants were in your, your cart just two days ago. <laughs> oh, I got one of those now. Jump too. back in? Yeah, I got the Western cargo pants have been in my cart for a while. Western. They've been trying to sell them to me. What are Western cargo They're pants? like brown and they look like they're like they look like white pants that a bunch of sand got blown at them, kind of. I like the look. Okay, that sounds intriguing. They're like Western style cargo pants. From a dust up. That sounds cool. They look dusty. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm just trying to be cool. They look kind of like distressed. Yes. <laughs> I mean, distressed cargo pants. But imagine some motherfucking cargo pants with cowboy boots. It sounds insane to me. I know. I would never do. I've been thinking about putting my Red Wings back on though with the cargo pants. I think people will think I'm a troop at that yes. point. Like this well, motherfucker's a flyboy. I right do. Here. I wear my. I do have the French troop boots. Is what I wear. That's yeah. my waterproof boot. And then when I wear them with the. Uh, with my cargo pants, I'm always like, oh, I feel like I'm doing a, a stolen valor right now. Yeah, that's cool though. When you do, that. <laughs> well, see, I have I very stylish boots. Pair. Go I ahead. I just got my first pair of Doc Martens, and I'm so excited about them. Like, you know, it's like part of the like Antifa uniform or whatever, right? Like, if you get involved in activism, you're like legally required to buy combat boots. But I finally got like bona fide, like Doc Martin mid calf, like. 14 eyelet boots and i'm like in love with them they're That's fucking great. Revelation. i only wear work boots they have these this like days. awesome embroidery up the side they make me so happy i'm the work boots guy man i've always worn work boots yeah. because you know why i wear work boots because uh i used to wear them at work and then when my job when my job became podcaster, I was like, boy, I really love those boots i was wearing there was like this period where i had to like be like off-ramped sort of from boots uh because i wore boots every day at the cable company and then when i quit i became a college student but shoes felt too light to me at that time and i was like i can't wear these fucking shoes they're super light you know i can't i gotta wear boots so i went and bought boots and then i wore boots for like a really long time but now i bought you know the ones i buy that are work boots if i went and had to get a real job they would not let me wear those boots at work they're just fashion a hundred purely they're red wing iron rangers and if you google them you'll be like oof those are some nice fucking boots but you could never wear them to work be Googling me. <laughs> yeah you got to google iron rangers red wing they're the best looking boots you can get but they're very expensive and uh also no job no fucking job are you watching the oscars no fuck that ah, <laughs> i need to know what's happening I watch Look, I watched the DNC debate, Ew. and I didn't want to do that either. And that's it. That's my one. Like, I I kind of so was it a bad one? Like, did did they the did debate, it seem unfair? Like, no, I mean like it's just I hate like the the weird gamification of it now. You know, like, I feel like it would be so much better if they were just honest with themselves and started airing it on, like, ESPN and, like, had people commenting on it, like, within the appropriate venue. Because at this point, it's, like, that's how people are interacting with it. But, like, I don't know, it just, the whole thing feels so, like, fucking contrived, you know? Yeah, like, I mean. clearly trying to make it an entertainment thing and not, like, an actual, like, debate. 
that make sense? Yeah, but I like that a little bit because, you know, even when they didn't make them entertaining and, inf and when it was supposed to be informational, it was always just entertainment. I, re I remember we were watching the ones in 2004 when my daughter was born. We were in a room. Uh, my, my wife was uh, in labor and we turned the debates on so we could watch the 2004 last debate before the election. I remember we were just sitting there hooting and hollering at the debate. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I can't, you know, I can't believe he just said. Yeah. So I think they were always like that. And like, uh, at some point, I think at some point I have to, I, we sort of have to realize that the president is just an entertainer's job now. It doesn't feel like a job that fucking really good people get. Like, I hope Sanders wins the presidency. And I don't think yeah. he's like, but I do think that one of the reasons he's doing so well is because he's like a grumpy, take no shit, like old grandpa guy that seems grumpy. And people are like, oh, I love grumpy old guys. You know what I mean? People love their grumpy grandpa. They think it's like charming. That's what most of the presidents have been. Right. Well, my daughter, uh, I asked Gwen. grumpy grandpas. I asked Gwen, like, I was like, so are they talking about the primary at your school? And she's like, yeah, yeah, people are talking about, it. you know, there's signs hanging up in the hall. I was like, who are they talking about voting for? And she goes, Bernie Sanders. And I was like, oh, really? Like, what is it that they like about Bernie Sanders? She was like, he's cute. You know what I mean? Like we, they think he's cute, like as in cute, like the way Ew. you would say a like baby's cute. From like cute. Pixar. Yeah, yeah. They just think he's cute, and yeah, I think it's yeah, cute. He's a little. He's not. I mean, he is. I see him as the reason I like him is because I see him as exactly the type of grandpa I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be fucking seventy years old, and I'm gonna be yelling at everybody about everything and not taking any shit. And that's the way I see him. He seems so like. He seems like, like, uh, I saw him walking into Ross dress for less the other day. He's just not a dude that like, he, he's just not a guy that takes a lot of shit. He doesn't seem to fuck around. I don't think it's like cute at all, but I guess like whatever's happening is working. Cause teenagers look at him like he's like, oh, he's like a cutie pie. You know, I, I see him as a grumpy. The reason I like him is because I see him as grumpy. I love grumpy guys. I was kind of predisposed to find him endearing anyway, because like my grandfather was an old German Jew named Bernie. So ah. like, for me, like the grandpa thing is like directly to my grandpa. Like, and they're very similar. Like they had the same like kind of crotchetiness to them. So I, yeah. was, I was biased to begin with. Well, what do you find? Him cute. Rachel, what is your podcast? So we, we got to get uh, on a break here. So uh, and take yeah, more calls, yeah. but tell people where to find you. Yeah, so I am Reach Rachel Khan, and that's R E A C H R A C H E L K A H N. I fucked Twitter. your name up uh, so bad. I spelled out every letter of it instead of saying it because I couldn't figure out what I it was supposed get to be. It. <laughs> I get it because, like, it's where you reach me, but I'm ching. But, like, I get if you're, like, trying to read it on the fly. It's like, what the fuck is this? Should be a Rachel, but there's an E in the wrong place. Like, I get it. Uh, but now yeah. we know. Yeah. Well, thanks for calling, That's Rachel. You reach me. Uh, and also, the podcast is Not Safe for Wonks at NSF Wonk on Twitter. Cool. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Have a good night. All right. Thanks Bye. for calling. Peace. <clears throat> All right. We're going to take a break. Is it break time? Yeah, it's 1045. We start about 915, so it's time to take a break. Okay. Makes sense. I could have waited.
Okay, well, I don't want to wait. I'm going to take a break. No, I mean, I mean to use the restroom. I bailed there. Oh, ha, it's okay. We were having a good time. I mean, you know. Cargo pant talk. Listen, I don't want more cargo pants. I bet you have some soon. I do have a lot that I'm scoping out, you know, because I bought. Okay, so here's what I did. I bought the cargo work in progress or the uh, Carhartt work in progress cargo pants, which mm -hmm. are not the worker Carhartt. No, no. Those are for guys like me that are podcaster Carhartts. Yes. You know, and I the bought the fancy man about town. Yeah. Carhartt. And I love them. I love the Carhartt ones. So now I'm thinking like, maybe when I get paid, I'll buy one more pair of Carhartt ones and then I'll have two pair of Carhartt. Uh, two pair of MNML, and then did. I'll have like the Pacific Somewhere ones, and then I'll have the uh, tech cargo pants that I also have. Okay. And, and maybe, then I'm maybe, done. Maybe, no maybe, more cargos. Maybe hit up the thrift store and pick up just a couple pair to round out like, I might your, go to the, your, your quiver full of I was cargo gonna go pants. To, I was going to go to car, uh, uh, Cousins Army Navy. I walked oh, by yeah, it the other day. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I should stop They got cargo there. pants there. See what kind of they cargo, cargo pants. pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My wife will kill me if I keep buying cargo pants. That's a hefty pant to watch. It's gonna your your electric bill is gonna skyrocket, drying all of that extra fabric. <laughs> What's gonna happen the in the summer? Those pockets. What's gonna happen in the goddamn summer? Can I wear cargo pants during the summer? Yeah, they're great. They're perfect good, for summer. Good, you good. just put some suntan lotion, some band aids. Because I'm not doing like, cargo shorts. You're not doing cargo can't, shorts. No, I can't. I can't do it because people look at me like I'm going to the Dublin Irish Festival all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm already carrying a purse and stuff. It's just too much. Can't wear cargo shorts. Okay. I've, I've okay. moved all the way to the other side of the thing now where I carry a purse. I wear the cargo. The, the <laughs> yeah, I mean, nice you have clothes. a lot of, you have a lot of capacity. You have a lot of cubic inches to. I don't put anything space. in. I don't put anything in the cargo pants. See, pockets. I got the cargo pants to get rid of my purse. Like I can huh. throw all of my like snacks and band-aids and wipes in my cargo pants. Oh, so I don't knew. have to carry the purse, but you're just doing it f to, for like a the look uh, of the cargo pants. Who and, is sorry. Go ahead. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If you knew what was in my purse, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, I like what's in your bag. Well, I'll tell you what's in my fucking bag. I'll, let's just real quick. I'll go through my bag for everybody. I have all my cards. Obviously, because that's what you keep in your bag, you know? I have my vape pen, which is okay. uh, Pax Era. And then I have this jar that I drink Kratom out of. I keep a jar in there. I got nasal spray because I'm addicted to it again and will not be quitting anytime soon. Okay. I have this battery, which can charge my phone. Okay. You've got, I have you've this got, battery, this is which your, can you, charge my phone. I didn't, we're going to have to cut this clip out. We're going to do a hashtag EDC. <laughs> we're going to do an everyday carry. <laughs> I have some Jack Herrera that I carry. Okay, a Pax AeroPod. I have this thing so I can listen and charge at the same time. Okay. I have ChapStick and um, a green crack pod too. So I'm just like... You know, two battery. I have two bat. Like I'll never run out of battery. And so you just like the pockets on your legs for like a Rob Leefield type reason. It's like a like aesthetic, a, like a '90s type of comic book hero with like pockets covering 
every inch of your body. I like the yeah. I like the you, way you, cargos look. You when also, you wear stuff when you put things in the knee pockets, they bang against your fucking knee, dude. Yeah, and they fall out of your pocket. If you put stuff in your pockets, they fall out all the time. It just that's what got me into the purse shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I started carrying a bag and shit around because everything falls out of my pockets and I'm not about to start wearing jeans again. Okay. Because I found myself so comfortable in the cargo sweat. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Let's get our break going on. <laughs> this is, I didn't know we were going to do a fucking pants talk. We're talking about shod legs. On yeah. Yeah. Tonight. Well. You know, we have, I don't know what I'm going to do about shorts. If you're a listener, are you going to transition you know to cool shorts? Short, I will in the summer. Of course, I'll transition, but not cargo shorts. You Again, were, I don't want to look like I'm going to see Ford versus Ferrari. Every dog, day. the red camo cargo shorts, though, hit so hard. The red camo, red, red camo. gray and black. I'll look into that then. Where do you hide in red camo? I know that's like a dad <laughs> joke, but I'm a dad. So. No, or get the orange, the orange yellow, like the uh, or the firefighter, the orange yellow red shit too. That stuff fucking slaps. That's I'm like definitely a good cousin army navy. Yeah, that's. I'm good. definitely not buying something yellow. You know that. Yeah, <sighs> it's a good. It's a good camo. I, I'm anti-camo. I actually will refuse to wear camo, but I would love to see somebody else take up like snow camo or something. I like real tree, man. Fire camo. I'm only real tree. But you never killed nothing. I don't need to. You gotta kill something. You gotta, probably you fuck- gotta shoot something with a gun to wear real tree. Oh, really? I killed you a did. duck one time when I worked at the uh, cable company. I run it over. Uh, you know? That's okay. a kill? I got one confirmed kill. <laughs> you are hiding in your truck wearing your real tree, and you're like, I'm about to run over that damn thing's <laughs> neck. Oh, a bird one time flew into my grill on my work truck, and then I got to work and I made my supervisor get it out of the grill because I was scared to touch it. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess the goddamn thing didn't see me. I had the real tree on when I was behind the wheels. A fucking bird had well, to see what was coming. I wouldn't have worn. Here's the thing. I wouldn't have worn Realtree back then. And I, I was talking about this with you earlier in the week before when we weren't on the air that like I found this shirt on StockX that I wanted that had a lightning bolt on the back of it. It was just a blue fucking lightning bolt. It's like the coolest fucking shit I ever saw. I bought it. I got on there. I fucking put my info in and I was so fucking excited to get this shirt because when I was in my 20s and my late teens people were wearing those lightning shirts you know what I'm talking about where they all had lightning all around and yeah, like a whole bunch of Clydesdales running through the fucking prairie and shit <laughs> yeah. and and like I used to look at them like oh, those fucking shirts are cool but I can't wear one because it's just I'm, that is not my that's not who I am you know what I mean at the time it's- I was not that kind of guy you know, yeah. well, because you got to wear a shirt like that, you got to be able to whoop someone's ass that says anything about it. <laughs> True, but th- those guys were all tough guys, you know. I guess, but I was like kind of a, I wasn't tough, but I had a lot of tough friends. Okay, you know, let's go to break. You couldn't harness the power of lightning. All right, thanks <laughs> for listening to Street Fight. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Uh, we have uh, for you today. What's the name of this damn group? They're called Bloodstone. You can find them at bloodstone666.bandcamp.com. Enjoy. They have the uh, Haosu, if you know that movie from the 70s. They have that as their cover. It's pretty cool. What a ridiculous picture, Jason. I posted it on Twitter. (laughs) Oh, shit. I did that. (laughs) It's like Raven. (laughs) 
cool hair. I know. Right? But it's cool hair. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
Welcome back to Street Fighter Radio. Thanks for listening. This is a call-in show. We are full on the queue, so we don't need any more calls right now. 614-655-3887. We might not get through the ones we got. Let's uh we're gonna have to kind of do lightning round if we want to get everybody in. So, you know, you, you got a point, you gotta make it, and then we will uh have to we're gonna take these calls. I don't I feel bad. I was just about to say if you got a point, mate, you know, hey. You know, have a point Wrap and get it up. there. And now I feel bad. So. Let's see. All right. Uh, thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to tonight? Hey, this is uh, Jamie from uh, Cafe Workers United. Oh, What's cool. Up, Jamie, yeah, how are thanks you? Thanks for calling. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on, guys. So what's up? Uh, Cafe Workers United. What's going on with them? This is uh Yeah, so we're a, uh, we're a, a new union 
uh, based out of Philly. Um, <laughs> the, uh, we worked at this uh, cake shop called the Cake Life Bake Shop uh, in Fishtown in Philly. Um, and we're starting a union. <laughs> All right. And this, uh, this started with the, uh, that spreadsheet, that Google Doc that was going around. With all the baristas talking about how much they made in Philadelphia, right? Exactly. Yeah, that was a, that was a big moment for everyone who was uh, who was working at Cake Life. Okay. Uh, what was what? I mean, I didn't hear about this. So there was like a spreadsheet. Uh, that was over last summer. Was it over the summer? Yeah, last summer, um, a spreadsheet came out. Um, workers from all over the city mostly from cafes, filled it out, like what they made, what benefits they got, stuff like that. Just so, you know, to sort of, you know, clear the air so that everyone could see what, uh, what everyone makes. And, yeah. I mean, you know, get a good picture of like the fucked up situation. Yeah. I mean, barista, uh, barista in this world, I mean, the way that I see it, at least, uh, barista is something people get into, into the Starbucks grind. They learn how to get behind the machine. They learn how to work in that environment. And then try to go to these smaller hometown mom and pops or artisanal or whatever it is places, um, but there is a lot of small business tyrants in there. So you're you're constantly moving jobs between a lot of precarious situations. So I feel like the the spreadsheet was a way for everybody to kind of get an idea of what's going on in the industry, what's acceptable and what's not. Yeah, absolutely. Um... Yeah, and you know, uh, the situation that's is pretty much the same. Some are a little better, some are a little worse in uh, coffee shops around the city. Um, but just looking at that spreadsheet, it, you know, me and my coworkers um, just showed us that, like, you know, we we could move to another coffee shop. You know, people say if you don't like your job, just quit it. You know, we could try another coffee shop, but it's going to be pretty much the same. Right. You know, pay wise, you know, no benefits. Um, so we thought we might as well you know, try to take a stand, um, at the place we work, you know, it's, and it's what we know. And, uh, and you were able to get a pretty big win, like as far as hourly wages go at, because of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, a little bit. When the spreadsheet came out, the, uh, the owners at cake life, they, uh, you know, they think of themselves as like progressive, you know, um, <laughs> and they noticed that they were sort of on the bottom end of that spreadsheet. Um, so when the spreadsheet came out, they, uh, they gave everyone in front of house a, a dollar raise. So the starting wage went from $9 an hour to $10 an hour. Okay. You know, well, Hey, which is all right. You know, yeah. I mean, showed us that they were, uh, I mean, you know, able to be pressured and it shows the power of sharing this information and organizing and having the staff, uh, know what everybody else is making and what the situations are at other places around town. You know, it definitely puts the pressure yeah. on them. Like you said, for, to be like, well, shit, we're, you know, we're at the bottom when it comes to, uh, cafes here in Philadelphia. Right. Exactly. Um, so we've been meeting sort of with my coworkers, sort of talking about like what we wanted to do, what we could do, you know, as workers to sort of change our situation. Not everyone was on board with unionizing at first, um, so we got some people from, uh, Philadelphia workers for dignity to come. Um, and they, they gave us a presentation on like, know your rights, like the legal protections we had, you know, if we formed a union, if we didn't, 
all that stuff, what concerted action was, all that stuff. And uh, so how how are the conversations going? I mean, it is probably hard to get everybody on board to unionize, but uh, how's it going? It's going all right. Um, you know, we announced uh, right before Christmas, um, we announced we announced our union. We uh, a group of us went up uh, during the the manager meeting. We asked to talk to the owners because they they work upstairs. You know, it's a small shop. Um, we read her a letter that we're unionizing. You know, yeah. Uh, we want to be able to uh, bargain collectively. And uh, yeah, we left. Apparently, after we left, she like locked herself in the bathroom and cried. Like, oh, um, right. said, like, no, this isn't personal, you know, we, you know, we just, uh, you know, this is a tool we have as workers, you know, to, to bargain together. It's not an attack, um, but it's really been, been taken as an attack. Wow. And so is she like, uh, is there retaliation going on? Uh, a little bit. Um, so after we, after we announced, um, you know, the owner's like, didn't talk to us. We, we announced, we said, we asked them to voluntarily recognize us. Um, but we said if they, you know, they didn't voluntarily recognize us within like 24 hours, we would go file with the NLRB. Um, and you know, ask for a, uh, and they'd set up an election. Okay. So the huh. next day we hadn't heard anything. We filed. Um, yeah. And then, then we had an election on the 22nd of uh, January. Okay. That's great. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad to hear. So, so you're, I know you're doing a fundraiser as well, uh, to, to help with the campaign. Um, where would be the best way for people to help? Yeah. Um, so you can find us on, on Instagram. That's where we're most active, uh, cafeworkers.united. Uh, the link to our fundraiser is in the bio. Um, we're fundraising, you know, sort of to, to build up our union assets. Um, also, because uh, the results of the election, even though we won, it was by slim margins, and there were a number of contested ballots. So the union argued that a number of the people who voted shouldn't have been able to vote. You know, um, their supervisors, et cetera, and the uh, okay. the owners argued that some of the people who voted were uh, who were you know, pro-union people were supervisors. So you know, um, so that we have to go through a hearing with the NLRB. Um, and so we, we, we've got, we've got a couple, a couple very friendly lawyers to, to help us out and they're going to help us, you know, represent us. Um, but there are legal costs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, associated with that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that's why we launched the fundraiser. Find them on Instagram. Find them on Instagram. So, uh, and, and, and help them out because that, I mean, this sounds great. I mean, a, a cafe union is, I mean, that's a, that's a big fucking deal. Like that's like something like we've been trying to like union, you know, people have been trying to unionize fast food places a lot. And this seems like a step in that direction. You know, I know a cafe is not the same thing as a fast food restaurant, but when fast food people see what is possible, it's very possible that they could go in the same direction. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's happening in uh, the Bay area too. Um, the, uh, the, uh, a bakery called Tartine. Um, the workers there are uh, just announced their union. 
Um, you know, full solidarity to them. Um, they're off from the Tartine Union, uh, ILWU, I want to say Local 6. Um, yeah, they're killing it. Follow them on Instagram, too. Um, yeah, I and mean, you know, we're uh, <laughs> trying to spread this mess across the U.S., as you guys say. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, well, have a have a good have a good evening and good luck with all this. Keep us posted. Yeah, peace. All right, let's get the next one in here. And you can find if you go to chuffed.org and look for a cake life worth living, you can find the the fundraiser there as well. If you don't got Instagram, yeah. All right, next on the queue. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Hey, Street Fight. What's up? What's up? This How are you, Jonathan? This is this is Jonathan out in L.A. Hey, formerly formerly of Dayton, Ohio. Oh, lucky! <laughs> <laughs> You're living the my dream so, life. <laughs> so, what I did want to say is that I have seen Dick's Town. Yeah, and see, it is, it is as good as advertised. It rocks, and I will tell you how I thought. I thought. On one of the channels on the bottom dial of the television. <laughs> like uh, on the uh, when when TVs used to have the two dials and you would have to go to the bottom yes. one that was UHF extra channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep channels. So yeah. yeah, all all of the networks were on the top dial, and then all of the random stuff was on the bottom dial. Yeah, I wish my dad would have made me watch it because it's really like a a dad makes you watch it movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, I saw it actually with, uh, I was watching it with my brothers and when that ending came up, we actually cheered. Yeah, it's great. That's It's a good movie. It makes you yell and scream. It has an old, like, it just builds you up and takes you for a real ride. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It kind of gets dark. It kind of gets funny, and then it kind of all comes together at the end. We're not going to spoil it, but yeah, no, it's a it's a good movie. It's really fucking fun to watch. It's just one of those things that's just, like, yeah, it's unique. It feels like something they can't do again. Yeah, well, I want them to make yeah. it now with Brad Pitt and uh, Will Smith. Okay, you know what I mean. You get like a Brad huh. Pitt as the James Woods. You get a Will Smith as the Lewis Gossett Jr. You got yourself a nice little fucking movie there. You Makes know? sense. Makes sense. Let's upgrade it so the money sounds like more money and stuff like that. You know, that would be a good time. Yeah, I, I, you know, yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad. I'm gonna watch The Great White Hype probably <laughs> when I get home tonight because that's another one of those movies I loved. Yeah, ab- absolutely. The, but um, you know, you you've been you've been talking, and I think you've mentioned this before how you want to move to L.A. Yes. I do. You know, I I kind of, Brian, I kind of see you living in Hollywood. I That's where I want to live. I fucking spent and, a lot of the, time in West Hollywood, and I really liked it there. Right, because you can walk there. Yeah. There's yeah. so many places, you know, you can't go walking, but that's like one of those places. Yeah, that's where we spent most of our time was in West Hollywood. And uh, walked around, and that's where I sort of fell in love with it. That's where I was like, I man, you know, I really like this place. I, I feel like there's so much going on, and again, always warm. So that's another real bonus to me is always warm because I, I don't like seasons anymore. Yeah. I think I hate them actually. <laughs> 
I kind of, I kind of miss him, but you know, you miss yeah, being I, cold. I want to do. I want to go tubing real bad. I oh, I, I, I mean, I don't have any desire to get snow all over me. You know? If you want to do rich people stuff, you can do skiing. Just like in LA, you can blow all your money on frivolous things right here in Ohio. But I don't want to ski. Okay. Like, I'm not even like into that. You know, I'm into like being warm really, okay. and sunny and uh, palm trees and um, that kind of stuff. I love that shit. Okay. I think it's so cool. But, you know, it ain't happening anytime soon. I got a fucking kid. You know, she doesn't want to go anywhere except for where we live. And I'm letting her run my life. That's how it goes. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Yeah, have a good night. Sure thing. Yeah, yeah, night. I'm going to hit, dun, dun, hit dun, a dun, dun, call, which is a weird thing. What? I hit a different designation besides drop call. I don't know exactly what it did, but he hung up, so that's fine. Let's get another one in there. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think that, like, you got to have some contrast in life. I've accepted it. I mean, I sort of feel like I can come back here anytime I want. If I'm making enough to move to L.A., which I want to be making enough so I can live like I live here. All right. So he's not getting there, folks. It could happen. I could make money someday. Uh, okay. But I want to do Bud Light commercials or something. I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I mean, like, hopefully I can Bud make Light myself. Bud Light with Lime has drinkability, and then you try to drink a beer. Oh, we should do that. That would be a good video for you. Yeah. To do a beer commercial where you sip a beer, and then are just like, <laughs> Well, I do like, uh, I, I, I drink kombucha now, which I feel That's tastes a little a bit like beer. That's it does beer. taste a little bit like You it, don't though. know nothing it's about beer. It's got like a little beer flavor. You sound like a vegan saying this cheese sound, tastes like cheese. But that's what it does taste like to me. But, you know, I'm not going anywhere anytime fucking soon. You know, I just. And Someday. Within the next five years, I, if I'm making good money, I or, or in five years, if I'm making good money, I do want to move somewhere that's not 20 minutes from where I grew up because I feel like I have only been, well, I've been everywhere now. I've gone to like almost all the major cities. They wrote a song about you. Yeah. I've been but everywhere, man. Before that, man, I spent nine, and I still do spend most of my life fucking 20 minutes away from where I grew up. Like, yeah. I never got to well, experience anything. I got to say, as someone that's moved away, wherever you go, there you are. And it's the same bad attitude that's inside of your head comes right with you to your no lo your new locale. Sure. I, I mean, I guess. I, I don't know. I'm, I am I just, uh, I, I really like the place. I like it. I like the place. And, like, I have... I feel like I have peers there yeah, and people yeah. that like me and yeah. want, want to hang out with me. Yeah. And you could do like jackass videos. I don't think I would do anything <laughs> like that. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I got a wife and a kid. So like whatever happens is not up. Like nothing's up to me. That's true. Like, my whole life is not up to me. You're long for the ride. Yeah. I, I don't make decisions. I just... I, I just, like I said, I just, I, you know, I've said this before and it's just like, I don't know how to make friends, but I feel like I have friends there. I have friends here too, but right. like, I just don't, I like have all this freedom. We can, okay. I have so much freedom. I can do anything I want. Anytime I want. My daughter's 15. I can do anything. And what I usually end up doing 
is sitting around my house by myself or me and my wife just sitting at our houses alone. So I'm like, I could fucking do that anywhere. And then also not be depressed for fucking six months out of the year. Maybe, maybe, I don't know. I'd probably yeah. still be depressed. Even maybe I have don't that. have that. I don't know, but I do know that every year I'm worse during the winter. Yeah. And it's like, it was really fucking hard. It's hard for me. I don't know why I can't, uh, I don't know why I can't just accept it and say that's the way life is. I just can't. I just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I just feel like. I mean, once you got base layers, I feel like I had, I stopped complaining. Once I had wool, real wool socks and base layers, I kind of like, I can take this thing I on. know, but you can't like have a cookout. You can't have a cookout. You can't like go to fucking. During the summer, there's like a different fucking festival every weekend. True. You can go hang out at a fucking park and have a time and and like stuff like that. You like can't do that during we'll the some, winter. We'll it's do some all winter over. hiking. We'll do some winter hiking. Ugh. Well, I do winter hiking every day. I hike real hiking with like treacherous paths. Yeah, not going anywhere. Thanks there's nowhere I can go. I can't go. It's Th never gonna happen. Thanks for calling Street Fight. Who are we talking to? Uh -oh. A skeleton. Oh. No. Hello? Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hello. It's We're yeah. here. You're on the air. You're on the air. You're on Street Fight Radio. <clears throat> Hello? Sorry. Thanks for calling a few times there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for calling Street Really Fight. we're trying hard. Yeah. yeah. Who are we talking to? Hey, what's up? Who's this? Hey, uh, yeah, we're calling in from like northern New York. Sweet. Uh, my first time like on the live show and also calling in, so I'm really excited about that. All right, what's going on tonight? Uh, just I don't know. I'm real tired. I almost I almost didn't get to call in, but I was like I told myself like you know I got real mad about like the Iowa caucuses and stuff, and I'm like no, we gotta like we gotta show up every day. Like tomorrow starts now. All that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so what's going on? I mean, are, are uh, like, uh, still, uh, you're not mad about the caucus still, right? I mean, I'm pretty mad about the caucuses. Cause like there was that whole meme where they're like, you know, they say be gay, do crime, but like then Pete Buttigieg happens. And it's like, Oh hell, what do we think now? Like, I got no idea. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen, but I don't think Pete Buttigieg is going to be the nominee. It's my guess. He just seems like a real dipshit to me. You know, I read that thing he said the other day that sounded like, like something about like, I, I'll just say it, whatever. I'll guess it. Democracy is the root of the soul of our freedoms. Like that's the kind of shit he's out there saying. And it's just like people, but hopefully fucking people see through it. You know what I mean? But I mean, yeah. they loved Obama and he kind of said the same stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, but, I mean, to be real with it, to be real with it, like a big part of this is like, I stayed up to like 5am, like Monday night to get like the caucus results and just nothing happened. So I just passed out and had to like go on with my Tuesday. And I was real like that. That's where a lot of it comes from. Yeah. I, I mean, I went, I, I quit at, I think 1030. I was just like, this is oh, fucked. Yeah, wait this tomorrow. isn't happening. I'll find out tomorrow. Yeah, I think I was, yeah, I was following some of the live tweeting. Like, you guys got real mad at CNN, or at least Brian did. Yes. I, I mean, that CNN oh. was really hard for me to watch, actually, because it just felt like I was in a different world. Like, I felt <laughs> like 
I really felt like like I don't I, I don't think I know the world anymore when I watch yeah, CNN. Yeah, for sure. Because it wasn't anything about the people. I mean, obviously, most of the people that were on my team that by all accounts, you know what I mean. Most of the people that went to the caucus were on my side because they won. But like when they would come back and have conversations, it was so like. It was so wild to be like, this guy's in first place, but they're not like, they're just completely like brushing over that to talk about who's in second place. And it's just, you're just like, I mean, how is this even the news? You know what I mean? How, like, what is this? Yeah. But I haven't watched the news in years either. So I'm not super surprised about it. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. It's like I'm tr- I'm trying to get into activism now, and like a lot of that is, you know, I'm in I'm in like this kind of region. It's like upstate New York. We're at like, you know, our community is like we got like a sign in the middle of town. It's like Vermont that way, Canada that way. Like we're way up in a fucking corner. So, you know, we got like all these working class guys, and it's like trying to do activism. I'm like I'm just struggling every week to like try to convince these guys that like have you know some kind of like class consciousness and stuff. And I just get home from like a weekend, like arguing with my dad where he's like, well, you know, I think billionaires, like they earned a lot of that money. And I'm like, you, you literally, that's not possible. That's, you have to like drop this at some point. Like you're living in illusion. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, I yeah. mean, you know, it, it, it'll all here. Here's the thing. You just got to understand, like you can uh, working hard for this stuff and, and doing what you can is important. I mean, you don't, have all the control in the world when it comes to something like this so you just have to like steal yourself for whatever the result is you know i had to do the same i mean i i you know i i've never won anything no person that i've ever like actually wanted to be the president even when it was just as simple as john Kerry, like one so it's just like the world just keeps rolling i you know you hope you win and if you don't win, there's more work to be done. It's just always more work to be done. Even if you win, it's not like everything's going to get better. As if he wins, right. you know, there's going to be a lot of work to do. Yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's a lot of. Yeah, that's a lot of realism. You got to be like, it's not a sprint. Like, you know, I, I was telling a couple of my friends like a, a month or so ago that I was like, yeah, New Year's resolution. Like, you know, it's time I got to start getting into activism. I got to start like doing some direct action and like all that sort of organizing and stuff. And they're like, oh, don't, you know, like people were worrying about me. And I was like, no, no, I understand. I understand. Like, you know, I have to like keep a pace. Like I can't just burn myself out. That's not doing good for anyone. Yeah. 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 You got, you got your head on right. Well, uh, have a good evening. Is there anything? Can I say one more thing though? Yes. Yeah. So you guys were talking about movies earlier. Uh, You're saying like Jojo Rabbit. Like, I think I, Mm -hmm. I think I got an idea like what you're feeling about that sort of thing. Really? You know? Yeah, because it's like, uh, you know, it's like I watch a lot of movies with, like, one of my family members, and, like, they're way more radical than me. So, you know, a lot of people have, like, that. a lot of people I saw in chat earlier, like, they had that kind of reaction that, like, they saw the trailer for that movie, and they're like, oh, hell no, like, no way, not touching this. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, like, I saw a trailer for Jojo Rabbit, and I thought, like, man, this is going to be fucking stupid. I'm, I'm going to be really happy with it. It's going to be stupid, and it'll just be fun, but... Like, I get that, I get that, like, a lot of what people have against that movie is the sort of thing that it's, like, you know, even if, like, we're showing Nazis, like, like being fucking idiots and stuff like that, it's still kind of, like, normalizing it to an extent, you know? It's, like, there, there was, like, a drama a couple, like, there was a drama, like, a couple years ago or something like that where someone was trying to make a point 
someone was trying to make a point about, like, we shouldn't normalize Nazis in media, but, like, they did it in, like, a wrong way. People got mad at them and stuff. But that's definitely a sort of thing that it's, like, if we do, like, a lot of satire with, you know, if we do satire with, like, Nazis and, like, groups that, like, we definitely shouldn't be normalizing and stuff like that. Like, even when you do satire, it's hard to, like, make those people not relatable, you know? Like, yeah. you have to, it's hard to, like, maintain distance with a group when you're doing satire. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. have been, I'm about to turn 36, and I was doing, like, Hitler jokes 20 years ago on the internet. And, like, I have heard so much Hitler stuff in my life that I couldn't imagine something would sweep me off my feet that could be interesting or worth any minutes of my life that's that's where i'm on that is i um i i mean i i don't care what it says to, I, people enjoy that stuff i i i've accept that you know the people that i want to be on my side the people that i want to be street fighters and that that i want to radicalize mm -hmm. they like fucking rick and morty and they like deadpool and they like uh jojo rabbit shit like they think that crazy hitler is a is just a hilarious concept and someone has to do it Personally, I just don't and would never I just can't invest my time in any sort of in that at all. I just don't I don't I don't want to be involved. Yeah. Yeah, it just it was a bummer to me. I don't even fucking know why. I, like I said, I usually am like very hard to to unnerve in a way, but as I watched it, I was just like, I just I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't like this. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, I guess yeah. for me it was like, why, why, why would why would you make them? Why bother? Why would you make this? I mean, I guess if people have to do it. People, someone has to be doing that, or else human like white people don't think that like life is being fulfilled unless the most offensive thing that can be said <laughs> is being done. Well, That's, it's not done. I will say this: absolutely. I don't feel like it's done to be offensive. I don't. I don't feel like he was it trying is. to like That's push what's an so envelope. That's fun about it is that it's like, oh, you're not supposed to to do Hitler like this. That's that's all it comes is this cheeky monkey shit that they do. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'm being naughty. It's like Ricky Gervais atheism shit to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like one of those hat comedy bits where they're like, oh, well, we have to be able to joke about everything because then when we joke about things, that means they can't hurt us anymore. But it's yes. like, like Nazis exist and they will hurt you. That's that's kind of undermining the point. You're not making you're not making a strong case here. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, we got we got a bunch of calls to get to. Thanks, thanks oh, for yeah. calling. Oh yeah, good luck with the queue. Yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> Bye. Hey, I want to say this. Very excited about this. I don't know why I would ever be excited about this, but Parasite just won the Best Picture Oscar, which is neat. Like a Hong Kong oh, movie. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And Smoking all those people that screamed online about how they would never do it because they're too racist. Are they going to apologize? No. They're going <laughs> to say, oh, they did it because we screamed online about how they were too sure racist. Sure, they feel like they won the battle. Well, I don't think it's even racism. It's just that, like, a lot of people just don't like subtitles, dude. It's not yeah, like it, but for that's sure. not a fake thing, you know? That's no, people, I don't think it's... People, like, are like, I'm, I don't want to watch anything ever that has subtitles. And I was like that for a really long time. And then I saw a few cool things and was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I can read and watch a movie, I guess. Not that hard, really. Yeah. Um, all right. We got a couple more. We only got a few more to go. I think we, we're making good time, actually. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, we have 45 minutes left. So uh, I think we can do this. I think we, we tore through these things. Uh, yeah, Parasite, man. That's really cool. I really like that guy that made that. And I like the message of that movie. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I will watch it in, in probably two to three years once it's cooled down and people aren't, there isn't a lot of cocktail conversations <laughs> about it. 
Yeah, what's up? Who who do we got on the line? Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Oh, this is David from Tucson. Pretty good. How's it going in Tucson, Tuscan? Uh, Tuscan. Yeah, it's going. It's going pretty well. Uh, Actually, I won't take up too much time. It's my first. Sorry, Tuscan. There we go. Yeah, Tuscan. <laughs> yeah, Tuscan AZ. Uh, I won't. I won't take up too much time. I know you guys are trying to get through them. Uh, I just wanted. I was actually going to hang out because I don't want to get you guys to have too much of a queue. But then I heard about the Cafe United, and I was a barista. And also, I have Jason Momoa hair. I think there's two signs that I should stay on and just do my call real quick. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, you, you get you're like, so lucky with the Jason Momoa hair. I know. What do you get? You like? <laughs> do you flip your hair and get like extra pores at the bar and shit? No. What I do is well, my wife told, showed me this thing called the Curly Girl method. It's where you just use like conditioner, and that's what I've been doing. It's uh, working pretty well. Oh. Just conditioner? Well, you use conditioner, and then you use like this other product that's for like enhancing the curls or whatever, and then you wow. use gel, and then you kind of you let it bake. Like I have like a do rag on right now. It's not really a do rag. It's like a shirt, but it looks like a do rag. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So you are living. That's how that you, works. You're living the beautiful hair life, and see, this is why Brian doesn't have the time to maintain something like this. I don't think Brian could be a curly girl. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it, it took it, it, it. No, it it took a while. You you can do it. it. Just take. You have to get through the awkward phase where your hair is kind of long but not really long. Yeah, that's like six months. Six months tough. to a year. That skeet Ulrich phase, or <laughs> like the, the yeah. Christian Slater. <laughs> like you got to do. You got to do something from the nineties. Wear or wear a hat. Yeah, and you gotta pretend like you're bringing it back, but you're really just waiting until it gets longer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Trying to get this shit to get to ponytail length. I just don't think, I mean, I know I can't grow hair, but I also, one of the things that I've always done for myself is like, even when I was a kid, I was like, you can't grow long hair. So then it's like, (laughs) you're never going to think you're going to have it kind of thing, you know? And also I wouldn't take, can I say say something? I don't know how to brush my hair at all. I have no, I have never brushed my hair. Just never. Mm. Um, so it seems like yeah. I don't even deserve hair. Yeah, you know, I hate brushing my hair because when I do, I don't do it anymore because the curly girl thing doesn't says don't do that. But when I did do it, all the hair would come out, and I was afraid I was going bald every time. Like it was, when you brush your hair, so much hair comes out. I feel like I'm losing it all. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. I mean, that's yeah, that's tough. that's like gold that's coming out the top of your head. You don't want to lose that. Yeah, I'm I'm 31 now, so I know it's gonna go away eventually. But yeah, I gotta hold on to it while I got it. Yeah, hold yeah. on to it. You're lucky. You're very lucky. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was calling because well, first of all, I wanted to say because you guys mentioned it, it's awesome that Parasite won. I love that movie. I thought that was a really really good movie. So I'm glad that it actually won. I'm not one of those people that screamed online about being about Hollywood being racist, but I'm happy that it won. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I'm not, I wasn't impugning everybody. I just saw no, so no. many folks that were like saying it's an absolute impossibility. And I no, thought yeah, it already I happened. Saw those I thought the Oscars had already happened. I had no idea when they were happening. Yeah, I'm not watching them. I, I don't really like to watch them, but it's cool that it won. Uh, I yeah. was calling because um, uh, I was listening to your episode about uh, Brian. You had the hierarchy of team jobs. I did, yeah. Yeah, when I was 18, I worked at uh, Blockbuster, which I think was like near the top of yours. And, yeah, it's uh, the, that job. It's one of the top job. Yeah. Yeah, that job. And it's fucking, I love that job. It was just literally standing around talking about movies all day. It was awesome. And I, even like the, the menial tasks, like the alphabetizing the returns and putting them back on the shelf, I like that a lot too. Cause I'm like, I don't know, I'm really like, 
I have some, I have not, I'm not being able to, I actually have like some OCD like tendencies. So like that was like really cool. I like that part. And yeah, uh, I yeah, just like, movies all day was awesome. Seeing who's what in what movie, just seeing something like an old fucking national lampoon movie that Ben Affleck was in there. Like, I can't believe this fucking exists. Or like, even like, you <laughs> yeah. know what would even also be good about it? You see what, who's renting what? You know yeah, what I mean? You can too. really build up like a fucking dossier in your head if you, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you're always like, oh, here comes the fucking freaky weirdo that rents the same movie every weekend, you know? My daughter was like, you guys used to like go to a store to get your movies. Like, was that cool? Did, <laughs> did you like that? And I was like, how much she was like how much was it was it like really expensive and i was like it's the same exact thing we have now yeah except for we can just get <laughs> uh, sometimes you couldn't get the movie but even near the end there they guaranteed it would be in if it was a big blockbuster movie so you could get it, it cost roughly the same amount of money yeah. now as it did then i'm saying inflation for inflation i guess it's cheaper actually because it was like 3.99 wasn't it yeah I, oh yeah like the video video on demand is like so much more expensive now than blockbuster was yeah, yeah, but with inflation, it's like probably it's like totally good. Twenty-four hour. What's that? Five ninety-nine. I pay five ninety-nine for most new releases. Yeah, and I pay yeah. for forty-eight hours, and I pay three ninety-nine for. We watched Superbad this weekend. I paid three ninety-nine for that. You know what, man? You know oh yeah, that's pretty good. Fucking pissing me off more than anything is that you and your brother have a switch, and you bought the digital copy of Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, and you can't. I can't fucking borrow it from you. And like Erica wants to try it, and I'm not going to spend sixty dollars on it. And there's no place to rent it. GameFly is like you're paying out the nose to do that. You might as well buy a game instead. I'm Digital Brian though. But you can't. I can't borrow it. I know. I'm playing Celeste right now. Oh, uh, my friends get so mad at me for that because there's so many sales on for digital stuff. I play PS4 and I and I have a Switch too, but the sales for digital are insane. Like that's it's always like. Just randomly, this sixty dollars game is fifteen bucks digital. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. hard to turn that stuff down. Makes sense. Well, and I pick my movies at three thirty in the morning, which is when I play my yeah, games. Yeah. So I'll be playing a game, mm -hmm. and I'm like, ah, yeah, I'm, 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 I don't like this game. I'm gonna get something else. Yeah. So I got Celeste right, the other right. day. I'm really enjoying that game. I highly recommend Celeste if I can. It's an indie game. Oh, too. I've heard Celeste is really good. Yeah, it's hard. Plus is awesome. Yeah, fuck, it's so hard, Just but it's so fun. Listen to the new episode yeah. of Crank Anchors where uh, we do Celeste customer service. Yes, yes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think like I wanted to work at Blockbuster, but there's like a few impediments to that for me. One, you had to like dress nice and be kind of hot to work at Blockbuster. <laughs> I think they really cared about that. I really believe that because they were never going to hire me because I didn't were, dress nice. They were clean shaven place. I remember I couldn't get a job there because I had sideburns and I was like, nope, I'm not cutting, <laughs> I'm cutting not the chops off yeah, with this fucking piece <laughs> of shit place. Not for a minimum wage job, but if you're going to have to have a minimum wage job, I think the thing about teen jobs, right? The thing... When we're talking about teen jobs, we're talking like the best teen jobs you can get because, you know, you don't have super amount of choices. You're looking for something where you don't get food all over you. Yeah. So if you can get perks. Yeah. If you can get a job where it doesn't have food all over you, 
That is like a top level job. If if you can get a job where you're not outside sweating, like a lot of people said landscaper. What do you think about landscaper? Well, I had some thoughts about landscaper. I was like, well, you know, I think it seems like it sucks to do, but those people also got paid more than I did at like McDonald's. Well, it depends what, I mean, if you do the math on it though, you got to eat a bologna and chip sandwich and you only got 14 minutes to woof it down and on a fucking 13 hour day. Yeah. Landscaping has never been easy. Yeah. It's always like you're, you want to fall over and die and somebody there in charge is like, we can still got two hours of work to do. And you're like, what the fuck? That's what it is. When you get a job like that, like, and you have just some fucking like foreman type guy, cause that was what it was with roofing. It was like, you get off when the foreman decides you're off, Yeah, you know? And sometimes the foreman wants to work till seven, you know? And you're just like, when are yeah. we leaving? He's like, as soon as we get this done. And then you get it done. He's like, eh, I might as well do this. And then you're like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna... I'm trying to go home. Yeah. You know, you made me come in at yeah, fucking thought... six. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought the benefit of those jobs would be like, you could stay physically like in shape. But yeah, but you, by the time you're done, you're too exhausted to do anything. But being ripped is nice. I mean, Alex uh, from Minion Death Cult has got the UPS bod, which I think is working well for him. And when I worked at uh, nice. when I worked at Abercrombie too, like lifting boxes all day was like very beneficial to me. Um, and now, like, I have oh, yeah. to like I just have to like do fake fucking exercise shit in my house. You know, I should just get a real job where I actually do physical effort <laughs> instead. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I went from I went I'm a teacher now, but I went from I, I, I'll have to call back again because I I worked at Starbucks for ten years and I have like so many stories. Yeah. Um, but I went around from I went from like walking around all day, like rushing around, making drinks, helping people, to now I'm just kind of if I'm not standing in front of the room, like te- like or going around the room at my desk, you know, so I have to kind of uh, get back on it. But uh, the reason like I want I brought Blockbuster initially was because I worked there when um uh when Netflix first came out. When it was like just the uh, DVDs in the mail, yeah. And our uh, uh, our manager had a meeting about it because there are a lot of customers asking about Netflix about because it was like a really good deal back then. It was like a couple bucks or whatever. I, it was more than a couple bucks a month, but it was like a it was a it was a good deal. And our manager, I remember her telling us back then. It was really funny, like looking back now, but she's like, "Just tell them that we're Blockbuster. Like they, they come here for do they really want to wait for their movies in the mail? No, <laughs> they want to come to Blockbuster." <laughs> They, well, they didn't, it's kind of funny. You guys do know that, like, the reason Blockbuster went out, the Blockbuster had a chance to buy Netflix, and they said, "Fuck it, we're just gonna oh, yeah, do I, our I, own I, Netflix," you know, and that's why they went out I, of business. I, I, I worked there when Netflix like tried to get bought. It was, it was Netflix who said, "Hey, will you buy us, please?" Like they, they tried to get bought, and Blockbuster was like, "No, nah, we're good. Like we'll just do our own thing. We'll, we'll we'll run you out of business the old-fashioned way," and then it worked out the other way around I, that's hilarious that like they didn't even come up with like well you know netflix you're gonna have to wait for it to go through the mail you don't come here and have the great selection they're literally just like ma'am you're in a blockbuster okay <laughs> that's what that it was. means something it was so funny i don't know whether you realize it or not but this is we're serious <laughs> about movies here we're not some fly by night that just mails you a fucking disc that's true too we have that's snacks ex- that's exactly have- how she said it that's exactly how she said it like she was like indignant about it right it's like the bank they fucking thought they were the fucking bank you know what i mean like the bank's never yeah. going away yeah. there's always going to be the fucking bank well guess what right anything can happen <laughs> this bank crashed what what i mean there are so <laughs> many that it is really funny to think about because like 
there there's businesses running now that are like just the whole thing's gonna go away from some technological advance. You know what I mean? You think no, right. even vampire oh, yeah. capitalists talk about Sears or Toys R Us or whatever it is. Like just yeah. you, you just something that seems like well, we always need to have toy stores, and it was it's like, well, not if it's a good financial decision to bankrupt the toy stores, we won't have them actually. Yeah, yeah. Or like like uh uh you know, Walmart like has taken like a huge hit from Amazon because people are just like, fuck it, they'll just bring it to my house. Like yeah. they they really fucking underestimated like like a place like Blockbuster. They overestimated how much we liked going there. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they did. When we went there, oh, yeah. it was not the worst time. It was better than going it to does. write a payday advance. But they were right is that we're going to miss it later on. I don't miss it at all. You didn't like Hammond and Hawn in the aisles? No. No. Oh, uh, see, I, 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 for my family, like we were kind of poor. So like going to Blockbuster was like a big night for us. So like I did have those like family, quote unquote, family nights at Blockbuster. Where it was like a happy occasion. But like they didn't count like they, but like it's it's just so much con more convenient now. I can just turn on something at home and not have to go anywhere. Like it's just that you can't beat that. At least not right now, you know. Yeah, it would be nice if there was some sort of streaming service where you could actually buy any movie that you want because there are certain like films and stuff that you can't get access to at all on like anywhere unless you like pirate them or get them from the library. I use the library. We that's, have a, where, we have a that's where I get my movies at. Yeah, libraries. We have a bar. We have a, a place in town called Casa Video, and they they have like this crazy, crazy selection. And the reason they've managed to stay afloat is that they turned half the building into this like craft beer uh, place. Smart. And it's like one of the most hap it's one of the most happening spots in town. Like it's really cool. Yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, I mean that that makes sense. Get a beer, find a movie. I do. I do. Yeah. Want, I go to the library to pick stuff up. Like you can just order it online, but they do have a lot there, and I like to just fish through there and grab one that just piques my interest. You know, just look at the box and be like, "I'm gonna watch this." I don't give a shit what Rotten Tomatoes says or anything else. I want to fucking watch this movie. That is a good point because, like, for me, it does. But Blockbuster was one of the main culprits. They of this shut them too. out. Yeah, but like we had, it does feel like when there were video stores. We were a lot more willing to watch a junky ass movie and find it good. And now we're just, I watched this movie growing up like fucking 200 times with my friends called Far Out Man. And it had Tommy Chong in it. And he played like a, oh, a yeah. hippie that got stoned. And, and it, we only got it because it said weed. It looked like it was about weed and it was a comedy, <laughs> but we fucking loved that movie growing up. And I will never. I saw that a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. There was a, I mean, there was like, there was a video central was in Columbus for a long time and it was 24 hours and they would have wild ass anime stuff that you couldn't get anywhere else. They would have just a back catalog of movies that didn't get thrown away the same, like the way that Blockbuster was just, you know, buying 90 fucking uh, Lord of the Ring double tapes and then throwing them away, you know, a month later. And towards the end of. Towards the end of block, I, I still had some friends that worked there until like until the end of like the end end, and like towards the end they were having to go to like there was a Target nearby and buy the movies from the Target before they opened because they couldn't get the like the the, the same deals they're getting from their distri uh, distributor. What so they had to go to another place. Yeah, they had to go to Target and buy like 120 copies of the new movie that came out that day and get them into Blockbuster real quick. <laughs> oh my and, like, god. 
Yeah, that it sounds, was bad. That would be illegal. Like if they found out that, like this did. Happen. <laughs> my friend, my dad had a friend at work that bought every new movie when it came out, and then he would charge people a dollar to motherfucker. Rent them at work. What an ass! <laughs> and he, he he had like a he had like one of those little floppy disks that was had a spreadsheet on it with all the movies you could rent from him. Wow, he had a ledger, a ledger, wow. Yeah, he kept it down. That's yeah, he, crazy. He knew where all his movies were at. But they would throw him in jail. I can't believe Blockbuster had a manager sneaking over there to buy new fucking copies of Harry Potter or whatever it was. Well, over at West Coast yep. Video, they did their – this was a, like a really big deal, right? Like this was the first time they ever did this. Uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves guaranteed to be in this is yes. the first time i ever see this right it's like the week before it comes out we go to rent movies is like next it's gonna week, be there <laughs> robin hood prince of thieves is gonna fucking be here if we gotta buy two fucking rows of just robin hood prince of thieves and they did it yeah to their credit they pulled it off but then <laughs> that became an expectation after that everywhere yeah. <laughs> and that's weird to have it is weird the way that the media changed because when i was a kid kid we went to this just old place that somebody that had a collection of tapes rented them to us and they eventually got shut out for these bigger spots and then they would just turn the whole wall into robin hood prince of thieves yeah yeah they did that at all of them though they did they did that after that happened at West Coast, it was West Coast Video. I'll never forget this. After it happened there, they then started to do it at Blockbuster after a while. And it was like, it's just the big Blockbuster movie. It would be like if the if fucking the whole new release section would just be Marvel movies. Yeah. yeah. It would just be a whole yeah. wall of whatever the last Marvel movie was. And there would be a giant up, Iron yeah. Man flying across the shelves. It takes up so much fucking space. It was yeah. a really, I mean, we really needed to get out of that if we could. Yeah. Like, it was good for the environment. Now they have, they do have family video and I do know people that go to family video. I don't have a DVD I player. I just moved next to one and they shut down. Yeah. I was going to go buy some CBD oil. Yeah, they sell CBD there and stuff. So they're just like, whatever we can do to make some money. But like, I don't even have a DVD <laughs> player anymore. So I can't even go to the Red Box or whatever. My DVD player was the PlayStation 4. I brought it here so we could use it here. I don't have, I can't even watch a DVD. Which I don't want to, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's no DVDs. I'm like trying to watch. There are. There's some movies on DVD that Digstown. you can't get anywhere well, else. Blockbuster was the one that started to tighten like the movies that yeah. you had access to, and now that it's digital, like you would think you have access to tons of movies, but in fact, it's not. There's there's a lot of shit that has just been shaken off. Yeah, because I, I or like when you're like, okay, so I'm doing the Ephus podcast, their Enter Sandman series, and uh, I had to watch the Wedding Singer for it. Uh huh. And uh, I fucking had to buy that movie for twelve ninety nine because there was nowhere renting it. Yeah. Which is like, get the fuck out! Like, why is the Wedding That's Singer crazy. not available? Yeah. If, if there was a blockbuster, I could fucking walk in there and rent the wedding singer because they would have it. Yeah. You we know, back on yeah. cable, it would have been playing every two hours on Comedy Central. I know. I know. But I paid $12.99 and now I own the fucking movie. I'll <laughs> never watch that fucking movie again. You know, and I know all the listeners out there are like piracy, Brian, piracy, too fucking lazy. I'm way too fucking lazy. <laughs> yep, I tried same. to, I yep. tried to pirate 
I tried to pirate the wedding singer. I started it on a streaming page uh-huh. and I had it and it's streaming locks up every two seconds. It had to buffer and I just fucking closed it out and said, I'm just buying a fucking thing. Yeah. And I bought yeah. it and I fucking watched it. They won. Yeah. I've heard kids don't know how to pirate these days even. Yeah. Well, I mean, my daughter doesn't have to. She doesn't even have to think about pirating and that really bums me out a little bit, you know? But also, like, they fuck your computer up anyway. Like, that stuff always, your, my computer, like, I had to reload my computer recently because my pirating days, you know? So, I'm done pirating. And pirated, yeah, pirating today, like, it, back, back when it was, like, really fun to, like, hot to do, it was, like, it was kind of more, like, certain that you'd get what you were looking for. Now, today, it's more of a crapshoot. Like, it could be, what I want, or it could be a video, a, a camera, a guy with his phone filming it from the seat. So I, I don't want that. I want, I want the real deal. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't like physical media though at all. Like that's one of the things, uh, that's one of the things I, uh, uh, have really been able to lean into technologically. Like I fucking hate physical media. I hate things. I don't want a thing. I just yeah. want the, I want the experience. All a movie is to me is a thing going into my brain. Yeah. That's what I think of it as. It's just a thing going into my brain. I don't need a thing in my hand to prove that I saw a movie, right? It's not even to prove, but I'm not going to probably watch it again. How many movies do you watch again? You know? Like, yeah. I, yeah. I just, I, I, I mean, look, this year I watched Once Upon a Ho- Time in Hollywood twice. And uh, oh, yeah. I think Great that's movie. it. That's the only movie I watched twice this year. I don't watch it twice because my, my wife was like, oh, we can watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I, I don't like that. And so we watched it, you know, but that's the only other fucking, that's I think the only thing I did twice, even. I didn't even watch Paris. Me, me and my twice. Oh yeah, uh, me and my wife. The only uh, we, we have planned. We're, we've been talking about watching The Irishman again. But yeah, other than that, I haven't seen a movie twice this year. I don't think or in the past like six months or whatever. Yeah, oh, people love these fucking movies. Yeah, dude, it's a normal love human behavior to like to commiserate around certain pop cultural things and like talk about them and weird like just chat yeah, about like what they're do what they're putting in their brains. Yeah, it's a very normal yeah. thing that has been happening for a very long time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Just, it's not as dangerous as it once was. Like, I don't think of it as dangerous, though. I think yeah. of it as like... I mean, it's not as like it's just not as thought provoking or like it doesn't push the boundaries. Quentin Tarantino isn't pushing the boundaries anymore to me. I mean, I don't necessarily need somebody to push boundaries. Sometimes you just watch a movie, you know? Sure. Sometimes it's just a movie. Yeah, I don't think the guy puts out the best movie of the year every time he makes a movie. And I also think like, especially with him, I don't think that he is even like, Hey, I think he's shooting for something like entertaining, like show yeah. businessy. I don't think he's like, I don't think he's going for like, like first reformed, which is another one of those movies. I was like, I'm never going to see that movie or yeah. doubt. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah, like, I don't I think that's what he's going for. I think he's going for something entertaining. He's, I like, and I identify with that. Cause that's sort of like what I'm doing too. Like, I just want to do something entertaining, yeah. you know? Yeah, he's kind of like an entertainment auteur. Like he, like he's like his his movies are pure entertainment, and that's what kind of makes them really fun to watch. Yeah, I think that's I I I think you got a good point there. Uh, we got 
So we got to get these last couple calls out. But the, oh, well, hey, yeah, I'll, you yeah, can I'll stay on the line then <laughs> if you want. Well, then, nothing. Have a good evening. Yeah, you just plug my Twitter real quick. I'm sorry. Can I just yes, say it real yes, quick? Yeah, not a problem. Absolutely. Uh, uh, my Twitter is uh, Green Left Arrow. Uh, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you for calling. That was really fun. Thank you. Peace. All right, yeah. All right I'll see you later. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. What, what a night. Now, foreign language movie won an award in yeah. America. That's yeah, something. it's great. I mean, that's and it's straight up like a movie about class war, which is funny because. Somebody was like really happy about it. Like they were like, "Oh my god, can you believe this? There's a movie about class war and the whole audience is clapping at the Academy Awards." And I was like, "I don't think that's as positive as we you are think sorry, it is." But the show you know what I mean? Like I don't think I think that like that just shows what happens to our stuff. You yeah, know what I they mean? They can just suck it on up. They can suck yeah. it up. No, oh, this isn't about me. It's like, oh, it's about you." You know? <laughs> yeah it's a good movie though I, I highly recommend it to anybody out there i will watch it soon i enjoyed the shit out of parasite i thought it was really good really funny i tried to i actually i tried to watch it a couple times this week but this i have this access to this plex server that is not strong enough to send me the movie so i'm gonna have to get it myself oh yeah well i mean you they have it on uh uh all of the streaming platforms oh really where you can purchase it for like 3.99 all right well, or I 5.99 i think it's 5.99 all right but you can rent the fucking movie i do like his movies uh, i like them too i haven't seen all of them but i really like snowpiercer quite a bit and uh I enjoyed, uh, I didn't see Mother or whatever, because I'm scared of it. And that one's on my Plex if you want to watch it. Because motherfuckers say it's freaky. Like, it's creepy and freaky, I and that's seen, not for me. I haven't you know? seen that one. I put. I did just burn that one. I gotta look at what it is. My daughter, me, we watched that Okja movie. I didn't know that was one of his, too, but my kid was, like, totally into that movie. Gwen and Katie really loved it, too. Yeah. Yeah, they, were, they keep telling me I need to watch it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But I feel like Mother is... Like, I mean, the host is one of the greatest movies of all time. I I've mean, never seen the host. It either. is like it's top, top movie for monsters and shit. Um, yeah. So congratulations. I don't know. I didn't realize we were doing an Oscar show tonight. Well, I mean, it's going on. So I just figured when I saw it, I was like, oh, that's a movie I like. I'm glad it won. <laughs> yes. You thank know? you for listening to Street Fight Radio. This is the call in show. Uh, we do this two times a week, every Wednesday and Thursday. You can get more of what we do at Patreon.com. That's how you support creatives like us. Me and Brian, we're creatives now. Mm. We, we want to do more. We have a team. We have a lot of people working for us. We're doing shirts. We're trying to make things bigger and better. Trying to spread this mess across the U.S. And we're happy for all of you out there fighting to make the world a better place and working uh, to give the bad guys a run for their money say fuck you to uh the people in charge uh we will be at the means tv premiere later this month that is happening on february 26th in detroit michigan we're going to be out there uh you can pay attention to social media follow along with the journey you can find us on facebook twitch twitter instagram youtube at street fight wcrs and if you find us on Twitch, we're Street Fight Radio. Thank you for listening. I'm Brett. He's Brian. Peace.